97.3. Ian Lee's Good Good Evening. Fantastic. So, 0845-6060-973. Just telephone number if you want to give us a call. I was confused by the front page of the Daily Mirror. Because, um, who is... Uh, she looks like her, and she looks like her. I don't know which is which. Which which is which. Gabby, from Strictly Come Dancing, looks like um, Madeleine McCann's mum. What a confusing world we live in these days, isn't it? Right. Uh, 0845-6060-973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, we're continuing Body Special today. Uh, it's a whole week of your body being examined live on London's LBC 97.3. It's not endorsed in any way by Globotech or the LBC management. It's just that Nick Ferrari was... What is, it, is he doing... He's doing Moonwalk Week or something. Moonwalk Week, I think. I think he's doing Moonwalk Week. Uh, oh, he has Patrick Mower on and stuff like that. I'm just putting this in here. See if... So that's... Uh, uh, so, um, could you get me another one, please, Chris? Because I think my pen has broken. My pen is broken, of all things. Unbelievable. Uh, so, we thought we'd do um, bodies. And today's body topic is... We've got a good one for tomorrow. We've got a good one for tomorrow, but tomorrow's one needs a bit of work, and I couldn't be bothered to do the work that was required today. So, we, got, we picked an easy one. Today's one is, have you ever shown off your body? Now, that can be... Uh, in a pervy sex way. It can be in a play, it can be in a a store window, it can be any which way you want. But we're asking, have you ever shown off your body? 0845 6060 the 9, the 7, the 3. Oh, look, hang on, the phones have gone mental for that. Chris is getting me a pen, London, so uh, thanks for the pen, Chris. That one works. Okay, nice one. Okay, ah, there we go. That's a pen. Oh, I've left my phone on. Oh, it's all turning all Steve Allen on me. I do apologise. Let's uh, let's just switch that off, shall we? Oh, crikey. Um, there we go. Right, what a shoddy start to the show, London. I can only apologise. Uh, so we're talking about that. We're also, well, yesterday we had a fellow called John call us up. Uh, and John, you had a topic for tonight's show, didn't you? I did. Was it any good? I can't remember. Well, I hope it is. Um... The most inappropriate time you've laughed at something. Oh, okay, because you laughed at a dead lady, didn't you? Well, yeah, yeah, I know that sounds really bad, but um, sometimes you just don't know what to do, and laughing, I suppose, is the shortcut to... (laughs) 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 Laughing is the shortcut! It is, isn't it? You know, when your brain turns off and you get that brain and uh, it just comes out. And also, laughing, laughing, of course, you laugh when you're nervous, so, you know, that that could be without getting too artsy-fartsy and psychological about it. That's kind of what it is. Uh, I don't know if... I I don't know if, um... Oh, I did... Oh, I did laugh when a friend of mine told me he was quite ill. Now, it wasn't ill that he was going to die. Yeah. Um, It was... It was, um... He had something... He had something very, very wrong with his bottom, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to go into detail. He had something very, very wrong with his bottom. 
Uh, a similar thing I'm going through, but I've not quite got it. With Giles. It certainly does. But his his right. were um, it, it was it was more serious than that. But it was that. But there, there was there was I don't know you know there was more elements to it. And he had a very very nasty operation. And he was telling me, and I was just laughing, and I was feeling sorry for the fella because I sort of know what he's going through. Uh, but I was laughing at him. Laugh. I still laugh. And I said, I'm really sorry. I'm you laughing. Have time to think about the most appropriate way to deal with the situation, but you still laugh. I laughed. Laughter is what See, came out of my mouth. That's worse than me. No, no. Hang on. You laughed at a dead woman. That's that's not worse than you. You're worse than me. You laughed at a dead old woman. <laughs> a split second decision to know the right reaction, and I laughed. But it sounds like you had a conversation with this guy, and you were still laughing. I was chatting to him for about ten, fifteen minutes about it. <laughs> But you're, you're, John, you are okay. So, well, well c- can you phrase? Re- can we record this, Alex? Because John is going to phrase the question, and we'll just keep firing this clip out. John, away you go. Okay. The most ap- inappropriate time you've laughed. Excellent. We've got that. We're, we're going to yeah. keep playing that. And if no one phones in about that, John, at the end of the show, we're going to phone you up, and we're all going to boo you. Okay. Right. If okay. we get no more than three phone calls uh, on that topic, we're all going to phone you up just before ten o'clock. And Chris, Alex, and myself, and maybe some callers, are all going to boo you. Okay. Are you up for that? that. Well, yeah, I'm definitely up for that, but it's not going to happen, because I know it's going to be a hot topic. John, you're a brave lad. Keep his number, Chris. We might be phoning him up in uh, three hours' time. Thank you very much for that, John. 0845 uh, Inappropriate laughter. It's a little bit um, BBC Local Radio, but I don't care. Because, you know, that's kind of what... Do- Carly Flippin' Minogue's on the news again. Why? Why does... Uh, we had this the other week, slagging her off, because she's rubbish. And now she's on again. I like her. Oh. She's absolute bobbins. Early, early Kylie, though. You should be so lucky. <laughs> it's uh, Charlotte in Banstead. Oh, dear. Oh. And Chris has got me into this. <laughs> What's this, oh, swinging? No, I was going to... S&M? I was going to ask him to ask you what's going off air. Oh, what? Yeah, you know what he can't. He, he can't. Thing is, he can't do that because he's oh, he's oh. producing. So if people phone oh. up and they've got questions oh. for me, you have oh. to come on. All oh, right. Um. Oh dear. Well, it's about that Concord thing last week. Oh, not again. No, no, no. Let it. Let it go. Let no, w- the, let Concord go. No, the thing is, as you're a celebrity, oh, and I'm a nobody, and right. you're well known. Well, not not really. You are. Well, I mean, you're really. I get about. Well, no, I average about twenty thousand listeners to this show. That's not brilliant, is it? Let's be honest. Well, on telly. Well, I've been on telly for ages, properly. Anyway, all right. Let's okay. Let's not argue the toss. So, yes. Well, you know, you said you had Richard Branson's phone number or number. I do have Richard Branson's phone number. Yes. Yeah. Well, as I'm a nobody. Yes. Could you contact him and see if there's any chance the Concord coming back? Uh, you're, you're obsessed with Concord. Why? It's rubbish. Oh, it is. Next, next you'll be telling me you want Kylie Minogue to fly it for you. Oh, no, I don't like Kylie Minogue. No, she's bobbins, isn't she? <laughs> Absolutely bobbins. There's a thing about in, in the paper. I've got the paper here, listen. There's a thing about her in the paper. Yeah. Have you, did you, have you seen the front of the Daily Mirror? Yes. Have you seen how much that um, uh, Gabby, what, what's her name? Gabby Logan. Gabby lo- Logan. Looks like um, Madeline McCann's mum. Yes, yeah, she does. Is she it does. incredible? Absolutely yeah. incredible. They're both yeah. on the front. I couldn't. I thought they were both. Picked. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What were we talking about? The, what were we talking about? <laughs> what, what, what were we talking about? Concord. Concord. No, I'm not. I'm not phoning up uh, Richard. Oh, and, no. and ask him about Concord. Well, th- no, it's not happening. Oh, Ian. All right. I tell you what we we'll do, Chris. <laughs> I don't want to put. I don't want to put phone him up and ask him this because he. I, I feel bad asking my friends for favours. Can you go through Richard Branson's? But uh, stuff it. I'll give you Richard Branson's number. Can we try and get him on the show? 
Do I have to speak to him? Could, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, oh. be, don't be worried about what happened last time. He's, 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 he'll forget about it. Is he cool with it? He's, well, he's not cool with it, but he, he won't mention it. You Get sure? Richard Branson on the show by the end of tonight. Hi. Okay, well, well, he'll be on the show by the end of tonight, Charlotte. Right. And that's a, that's an Ian Lee promise, by the way. Ian right. Lee's promises. And what about status quo? Are you getting them on sometimes? Oh, we're supposed to be getting them on. Yes, we spoke to the driver, Andrew, and uh, he said... Um, oh, actually, he phoned me up a week ago and I forgot to call him back. Yes, right. we're getting them on. They're doing a tour, aren't they? They're doing a November tour. November and December. They are doing a tour in November and December, yes. Yeah. We might be getting the bootleg Beatles as well if we get the thumbs up from the bosses. Oh, great. Yeah, and they're going to come in and sing some songs if we get the thumbs up from the bosses. <laughs> oh, I don't see why not. Every Everyone loves the Beatles, don't they? Yeah. There we go, the best band ever existed. Charlotte, we will have Richard Branson on before 10 o'clock, I promise. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, put... Chris... Uh, oh, uh, can you put... Oh, I'll do it, yeah. Blanche. Yeah, uh, look, I don't want to get through to ear. You're on the air. Oh, no, I'm not. No, no, you are. Now, listen... How? I'll just put you through. <laughs> uh, now, this is Ian. Now, yeah, I've, I've ordered the DVDs today. I did it about an hour ago, because I, I totally forgot to do it last week. I ordered them an hour ago today... Oh, Ian, bless you. I'll tell you why I phoned. Yes. I didn't want to be rude. Yes. They hadn't come, but I didn't no. want you to be stuck. No. So I thought the only thing I could do was phone up. No, you did exactly the right thing. Do you know what? It was, uh, I just had a really hectic week last week, but I, I've done it. Did I did it literally it? at quarter... What, the week? The hectic week. Some bits of it I did, some bits of it I didn't. Oh, you should have enjoyed the lot of it. I should have done. But I ordered it at quarter past six. You should have it. Where are we now? Tuesday. You should have it by Thursday. If you've not got it by Friday, give me a call, would you please? I will. I'm going to hibernate. Thank you, Blanche. Yeah, oh, you're good. Uh, hopefully Actually, you're going to enjoy once it. once that comes in, no, no one dare phone me or well come done. anywhere near me. Well done, you Blanche. I'm sitting in front of it and catching up with it. We're talking about Lost, by the way. If anyone just tuned in and thinks she's talking about something mucky, it's, it, we're talking about Lost. I'm too old to talk about mucky things. Apparently old people do it. No, I don't. I'm not saying you do, specifically, but old people do. Ooh. How's your mum? Uh, yeah, she's all right. Oh, good. She's Give her right. my love. Blanche, I would, I've got to go. Give us a call Friday if they're not there. I will. Cheers, my dears. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I've just cut Sifu off. Uh, who, who's doing the travel? I've got no idea. Uh, it's, it's the Joyce. Did you know that old people still do it? No, really? Yeah, isn't it no, hideous? What know, a hideous no. thought. Mm. Old people, naked, sweaty, oh, barely being able to breathe. Yeah. Uh, well, who's off on after eight? Uh, Karen Mercer. Okie dokie. Yeah. Just writing that down. Alan Joyce, followed by Karen Maddo. Okay, brilliant. Thank you, sir. Where you go? Uh, the A41, then still partly blocked northbound between the M25 at Kings Langley and Hemel Hempstead with a broken down lorry. They may have to stop all the traffic just to recover that one fairly shortly as well. Ducks Hill Road in Ryslip is still closed both ways between North Gate and Breakspear Road with a crash near the Lido and Hendon Lane in Finchley is still partly blocked both ways at Regent's Park Road because of an accident. Uh, just had a call in on that. In fact, it's uh, taking about an extra 20 minutes to get through and traffic's having to take it in turns to get past the accident. The M25 still looking slow clockwise between 27 and 28. That's the M11 to the A12 and Brooksby's Walk in Hackney is closed both ways with an incident just by Homerton Grove. London Road in Barking has now fully reopened both ways by the North Circular Road following an accident earlier on there and the A13 slow out of town from the Limehouse Link Tunnel through to the Canning Town Flyover again that's after an accident on the tubes delays on the Bakerloo line but the trains are running okay LBC 97.3 travel in X updates in 15 minutes Nick Ferrari at breakfast Mohammed Zanili first time caller to yourself LBC signs also for Lebanese Broadcasting Channel which is one of my favourite TV channels so when I saw it on the radio it's like that's a bit weird, they came to London. Would you prefer it if this was the Lebanese Broadcasting Channel? No, well, 
they're a bit boring. <laughs> they're a bit boring. Am I more interesting than the Lebanese broadcasting company? Yeah. Nick Ferrari at breakfast, weekday mornings from 7 on LBC. That's London's biggest conversation. Not the Lebanese broadcasting channel. Whose side are you on? I am a Brit. If it wasn't for Britain, I wouldn't exist. In my book, that's a debt of honour and I intend to repay it. Why shouldn't I be proud of my country? If people don't like it here, they can leave. Brits. Brand new two-part thriller. Starts Wednesday at 9 and continues Thursday on 4. A full head of hair is part of what makes a man feel like a man, know what I mean? So when it starts to disappear, you, you can end up uh, losing your mojo and feeling a little bit, um, oh, oh dear. But Regain is clinically proven to help stop hair loss in 8 out of 10 cases. Visit Regain.co.uk or your local pharmacy for a product that can help you rediscover your shamalama ding-dong. Regain Hair for Life. Regain for Men contains minoxidil for hereditary hair loss, requires continuous use. Oh, uh, always read the label. Whose side are you on? You are not innocent. Why you keep electing this government? While they pass these laws that you know are wrong? While you look away and you do nothing? Last thing I want to be is British. So help me God. Brits. Brand new two-part thriller. Starts Wednesday at 9 and continues Thursday on 4. LBC 97.3 is making your business our business as we celebrate Small Business Week 2007 with BT Local Business. All this week, James O'Brien will be asking leading business experts and entrepreneurs how they got started and the advice they'd give to smaller businesses needing to compete in today's increasingly competitive market. There's loads happening across London all week too, thanks to BT Business and its small business partners. Log on to lbc.co.uk and listen to James O'Brien weekday mornings from 10 all this week for Small Business Week 2007 with BT Local Business and LBC 97.3. LBC 97.3. Ian, Ian Lindsay. Lindsay. Good evening. Yes. Oh, in the second day two of National Body Week, not national, uh, have you ever shown off your body. Oh, eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Chris, you must be showing off uh, that thing all the time that is your body. Sometimes. Hey, He's shown off now. I wish he'd stop. Yeah, I know. That is actually uh, a sackable offence, so I would put those back on and um, ah. certainly take that out of Alex's face. Sorry, Alex. Sorry, Alex. Sorry. Right. Don't do it again. Sifu! How you doing? Oh, hey! He's a, you're a bit perky. I, I'm, I'm feeling good today. What, what's, what's happened to make you feel good, brother? You know, just life. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones. <laughs> you are one of the lucky ones. Hang on, that's a, oh, that's an album by Dennis Lacoria. Right? Did you see that the trailer for that Bruce Lee film? I did. You offend me. You offend my family. <laughs> I, I'm sure. Is, is, is it like a, a spoof or? I, I just I'm what, confused by it. What, <laughs> what do you think? I just I, I don't know, man. I, I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to see more. For the first thirty seconds, I thought basically this is a trailer for a film called uh, Look. Was, was it replacing uh, finishing the game? Uh, and it's it's about um, Bruce Lee died before he finished his last film Game of Death and it's about finding people to play Bruce Lee in the Game of Death and for the first 30 seconds I thought it was genuine documentary footage and then uh, when, when there's a, the, that, that um, white American guy who's going yeah well you know people say I look exactly like Bruce Lee he's like a white blonde guy with a moustache <laughs> looks like Wurzel Gomin <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the point I thought aha I see what has happened here. I want to see it, though, man. There's the, it gives no hint as to when it's going to be shown over here. That's exactly. I'm hungry for more. I'm very. Well, you know, there's loads of it on YouTube. 
I'll, I'll have to have a look. Yeah, I'm going to have a little look tonight, actually. Oh, well, do you know what else I'm going to watch tonight? You, you pray so. I will. I, I pray I will. You know, you know Paul Ross? What do you know? He stole my job. Say it again. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know the phone? Is it anywhere near your head? Yeah, of course. It's attached to my ear. Wow, okay. Well, have you got it the right way round? Yeah, I certainly have, yeah. Okay. You know Paul Ross? Oh, yeah. Paul, Paulie Ross. Paulie Rossi. I saw, I saw him once. Not, 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 no lie. At, at, at a cinema in Birmingham. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll tell you this story. Uh, up there another time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll tell you this story. I'll tell Chris it was hilarious. I shouldn't say. Did you? Did he tell you, Chris? It's just funny. It's nothing bad. It's funny. I'm gonna, can I get you to tell Chris when I finish this phone call? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. I'm, fa- I'm going to get on my MySpace page because I've had the funniest, funniest MySpace message I've ever had in my life. I'll read it out in a second while I get this. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go home tonight. And Paul Ross, he's bunking off this week because yeah. he is doing. Um, what's he, Chris? What is Paul Ross on? Uh, Most Haunted Live. He's on Most Haunted Live. And he's spending like a week in a haunted house. And what makes it even worse, he's doing it with Yvette Fielding. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had my, I've got a bloke um, fitting uh, fences in my garden, and he was banging on about it. Instead of, instead of doing the fences, he's banging on about Paul Ross. <laughs> Silly. I thought you were going to say something else. No, well, I nearly did. I nearly did. I nearly, I nearly jacked it all in, Super. I nearly did. I can't log into my MySpace. But so, yeah, tonight, when I get home, I'm going to be watching... Um, uh, Paul Ross on uh, Most Haunted. Get the popcorn. Get Live. the popcorn ready. Live. Anyway, see, let's pop- not. I can't log into um, my MySpace. Hang on. Uh, no, no, don't worry about it. You, you'll probably be better off about it anyway. No, no. Uh, what's what's my password? Oh, I know what my password is. I changed it. There we go. I'm, I'm in. I want to talk about inappropriate time to laugh. Oh, oh, really? Okay, you're the first call on this topic from I've had, John I've or had something. Two times. I had one this one this week and, and one about about a year ago. Yeah. And uh, the worst one was. Uh, a friend of mine, um, he got cancer in a place where a man really wouldn't want to get cancer. Okay, okay, I know, I, I know what you mean, yeah. And he, t- he only told me after he'd healed, but I didn't think he, he was being serious. So you laughed? I, I nearly spat my drink out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's looking at me all straight-faced, and I was like, you serious? Uh, so, uh, sorry about that. You know, what, what do you say after that? You have to just laugh? Serious. Serious? I'm oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I thought I still had a grin on my face. I wasn't sure. I thought he was going to, you know, do that kind of, you know, ah, uh, you there, that sort of thing, you know. But no, there was none of it. <laughs> oh, then he shoots the fella anyway, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Did he, Did you get shot in the foot? What? Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, I, I could take him. Yeah, okay. it, 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 was, it was fairly weak at the time as well. <laughs> Right, listen to this this message. Do you remember we had the budgie man come in? I do, yeah. I'm the budgie man, but yeah, you know, I'm the budgie man, and I'm the, the budgie man has got like, well, I got budgies, and uh, I do a show on the, the budgie man, him, right? Well, this a, a bloke called Blinky Cox on MySpace has uh, said, Dear Ian, I hired the budgie man to perform my birthday yesterday. He turned up and he did a storming set. Only a few of the budgies flew off, and budgie man covered over these mishaps by singing about the Queen Mum. <laughs> It gets better. I told him I enjoyed listening to your show and we bonded over this, as well as his hernia problems. I also got him to record a message for you, which constitutes him giving you a bit of advice, as well as passing on some Christmas love. It's recorded uh, on a digital dictaphone, which scared him slightly because he thought I was a journalist. I had to reassure him that I wasn't, and he then hit me with a few television show ideas, and also was game for telling a story about Roy Castle. The story went thus... Budgie man, budgie man. 
I'll do the voice. I think I can sort of just do the voice. Budgie man saw Roy Cat. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm doing it as well as we're going. Budgie man saw Roy Castle at a stage door of a theatre. Roy was healthy, and he was. I can't. Do it. I'm sorry. Budgie man saw Roy Castle at a stage door of a theatre. Roy was healthy and was dressed as Father Christmas. When Roy lifted his beard to speak to Budgie man, <laughs> I can't. Re- I can't read it. I'm sorry. It's not even that funny. Let me do it again. <laughs> it's not even that funny. I, there we go. Budgie man. It's entertaining anyway. What? What? I said it's entertaining, uh, you know. <laughs> Budgie man saw Roy Castle at a stage door of a theatre. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the Budgie man story. Budgie... <laughs> I'm laughing because I know what the ending is. We, we were so close to the ending last time and it's such a weak ending, right? But... Budgie man saw Roy Castle at a stage door of a theatre. Roy was healthy and was dressed as Father Christmas. When Roy lift, <laughs> I can't. Do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Budgie man saw Roy Castle at a stage door of a theatre. Roy was healthy and was dressed as Father Christmas. When Roy lifted his beard to speak to Budgie man, he revealed a fag. Story ends. <laughs> <laughs> goes on right from what's his name Blinky Cox the entertainment was a surprise for my family because I figured they bothered to give me 32 years of presents so I thought I'd pay them back with an equally excellent gift (laughs) my brother looked slightly angered and my mum was both bewildered and worried for her carpets the gig happened in her front room (laughs) Bodgy Man's agent thought I was a bit of a special because I wanted him to appear for me at my birthday I didn't disappoint because I dressed up all nice for Budgie Man in a lovely bow tie, shirt and velvet jacket. If there was anyone I looked like, it was possibly Steve Martin's character Ruprecht in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Anyway, if you're interested in the sound file of Budgie Man saying hello to you and giving you a little bit of health advice, then I'll forward it. As soon as we get that MP3, ladies and gentlemen, the whole show is just going to be playing that on a loop, I promise thee. And why not? Oh dear, sorry, I that's, that was, I made me chuckle that, it's the best message I've ever had on the MySpace. Anyway, Sifu, was there anything else? Yeah, I, I laughed again uh, just the, the, the other day. Uh, a friend, a friend of mine got punched. What are you doing to your phone? What, nothing. I'm on, I'm on the same regular phone. I always, I always call you on. I've got an email from Andrew. Ian, when is Sifu coming to London? Good question, Sifu. Dece- December. December. I, I believe the, the 14th, whatever day that falls on. Um. Oh no, really? Yeah. I'm, I... I'm in America then. What? Oh no, I'm going to New York City. I'll, re- I'll reschedule, so I'll, I'll, I'll make an appointment to you. You must do, man. I think I'm going I'm on the 12th. The, 13th, the 14th is a Saturday, anyway. Is it? Yeah. I, I'm only coming down for like three, four days. See if you sort it out with me, because I want you to come in the studio one night. Ian, we'll make it happen. Definitely. Well, you, you only got 20 seconds left now to tell your rubbish story. Uh, do you find it funny when someone gets punched? Yes, I do. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I'm sorry. That, well, I, I don't know. Uh, it amused me. Right. 0845 is the phone number. Inappropriate laughter. Ever shown off your body. Oh, and there's other stuff. Victoria? Yeah. Oh, crikey. Can I do, can I do you after the news? Yeah. Thank you. Want to save yourself over £250? As a Virgin Media customer, you could by switching your existing TV, broadband and phone package to Sky. You'd see great shows on Sky One, like new hit game show Are You Smarter Than a Ten-Year-Old and brand new Prison Break, plus Sky Arts and Sky Sports News, none of which you'll currently see on Virgin Media. 
And because Sky has everyday low prices, you could still save enough to treat yourself. Take a look at your Virgin Media bill and then visit sky.com forward slash save to find out if you could get more for less with Sky. Subject to availability. BT line required. Minimum contracts and terms apply. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC It's 7.30. Good evening, I'm Lucy Coward. So, just how many foreign workers are there in Britain? The government insists this evening its revised total of 1.1 million is accurate, but the Office for National Statistics says the figure's 1.5 million. The jury in the inquest into the death of Diana, Princess of Wales, has been told it doesn't have to go to the High Court tomorrow. It's after it emerged there's a danger none of the paparazzi who pursued her to the scene of her death would give evidence. Lawyers must now decide what to do next. The UK's likely to get cash from Europe to help cover the costs of tackling the floods in the summer. A European Commission spokeswoman says they'll probably recommend the move later this month. The government's in line for a grant of up to about £200 million to offset the estimated £4 billion worth of uninsurable damage. And the curtain's gone up at the official opening of the West End production of Hairspray. It's showing at the Shaftesbury Theatre and stars Michael Ball. The musical set in the 1960s and follows teenager Tracy Turnblad as she follows her dream to dance on a local TV talent show. London's weather, a fine evening and a clear night. Some mist patches forming to the south of London, perhaps a touch of ground frost. It's 12 degrees right now in Rotherhithe, lows of 4 degrees Celsius. It's 7.31. This is Aaron Joyce in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. Still busy on the A41 if you're going away from town from the M25 at King's Langley up towards Hemel Hempstead. There's a broken down lorry in the middle of that and it's causing delays. They may have to stop all the traffic just to do the final recovery work. The A1M's very slow coming into town towards the South Mims roundabout after a couple of accidents on the roundabout itself. So delays heading down towards Boreham Wood. Ducks Hill Road in Ryslip is closed both ways between Northgate and Brakespear Road following a crash near Ryslip Lido. That closure's now been enforced for over four hours hours and in Finchley Hendon Lane is still partly blocked both ways at Regent's Park Road with an accident. The traffic's still taking it in turns to get past that one. The M25 looks to be easing down now clockwise between 27 and 28. That's the M11 to the A12 following an accident there earlier. And Brooksby's Walk in Hackney is still closed both ways following an incident just by Homerton Grove and delays are easing down now around East Ham High Street although the road's still partly blocked just by Burgess Road after a dust cart fire from earlier. On the tubes delays on the Bakerloo line but the trains are running OK. LBC 9 97.3 travel. Connects updates in 15 minutes. Raising Sound. The highly anticipated collaboration between Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. A magical album that defies definition. Robert Plant and Alison Krauss, Raising Sand, out now. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. 0845 Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Ah, oh, what a lovely, lovely lot of fun we're having today. Right, 0845 Let's uh, A slow start, I feel. Let's Let's... Let's, let's go into second gear now, shall we, and, and start doing the show properly. Victoria! Yeah. Inappropriate laughter. Yeah. Go on. 
Um, my dad came around one day. Yes. I knew my auntie was very, very poorly. Yes. She had a brain hemorrhage. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> I don't know if we should be doing this topic. <laughs> laughing already. Anyway, he came, he came around and I knew that something awful must have happened. And he, he basically said she died. Yes. And I wet myself laughing. Oh, um, God. In, uncontrollably. Yes. Wet myself laughing. And this was like a, my, my auntie dying. Oh, man. I, I feel uncomfortable talking about this, for God's sake. She was only 36. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, in that case, that makes it that makes it proper fun. Now, we're not saying that these things are funny. We're just saying that they are... Oh, hang on. Let, let, let's ask um, John. John, what is it we're, we're talking about? The most inappropriate time you've loved. There we go. That's what we're talking about. Okay, well, that's kind of inappropriate. I think that's going to be... It's, it's either people getting cancer or people dying, seems to be when people love. And it's quite often it's out of nerves... Or uh, out of fear, or out of not knowing what else to do, really. Well, so, I think it was the first time anybody told me that, like somebody I knew had died. Yeah. So I think that's possibly why I reacted that way. Ah, uh, why the hell? Uh, I haven't reacted very that si- um, way like that since. Mm. So, um, I can't try to think what else. I must. Hey, listen, I've got a survey here in a newspaper. Can I just run some of these statistics by you and see yeah. what you say? Oh my God, look at the state of that. Right, Can this you is. Hear it- my croaky throat, by the way. Sorry. Can you hear my croaky throat? I thought that was you putting a, a man's voice on. No, I think I've got laryngitis coming on. Oh, well, I don't care. I've been ill for, like, years. I don't care. Well, you should. I don't care. I'm going to New York in December. Oh, it's my birthday oh, Friday. I couldn't care less about that either, but I no, do... You should say happy birthday. No, I'm not going to. I have... Last night, I was umming and ahhing. I wanted to go and see a concert in New York. I've booked one. I've booked, I've booked a concert in New York. Well, I don't care. Okay, well, <laughs> Dion, you care, don't you? I do. I care very much. My son's going there in January. I've been there. Right, well, I'm going there. I've been there loads. So I'm, go- I'm going in December, though. Well, so. And yeah, I've, I've, I've no. booked... Sorry? <laughs> no, Ian, I get nervous laughter when I'm going on a mission. No, I'm not finished. What sort of mission? Oh. This is, re- this is really the most stilted show I think I've ever... No, no, e- can I ask... Well, John, what sort of missions do you go on? John? Is that his name? No, it's Dion. Dion, sorry, I thought you said John. Have you never sorry, listened to this show before? Well. This Muppet phones in all the time. So I'm going to New York in December. Oh, Dion. And I have booked tickets to go to the BB King Blues Bar and Grill. So it's oh, it's, te- well. it's tequila and ribs, ladies and gentlemen. Tequila and ribs uh, to see... D- d- now, no one's going to be that impressed by it, actually, but I'm quite impressed. Ronnie Spector's Christmas Party. Woohoo! Victoria, what song did, what, what song did Ronnie Spector sing? Uh, I don't know. Jeez. Dion, tell her what song Ronnie Spector sang. I don't know. I know oh. Phil Spector. <laughs> she was married to Phil Spector. Chris. Oh, right. Chris what te- happened to Phil Spector in the end? He got let... I think uh, he was found innocent. Ah. Chris, yeah, he was. Chris. Yeah, he was. Thank you. Chris, tell him what song Ronnie Spector sang. Uh, I, I don't know. Don't make me do this. Alex, please. Be my... Be my... Be my little baby. Oh, I know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of the biggest songs of the 60s. Yeah, of course I do. I didn't know it's Ronnie Spector's wife. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, God, you're winding me up tonight. I've not said anything, Dion. It's your demons that are winding you up, as they always are. So yeah. she she was in the Ronette. She was Ronnie from the Ronettes. Yeah, I know the Ronettes. Yeah, yeah, and so she sang that, and she also sang... I saw mummy kissing Santa Claus. And yeah, all that, I know now. All of that stuff. So I'm going to be seeing her the week before Christmas in New York, in Lovely. what I seem to remember is quite a small club, but I can't remember because I was drunk the last time I was there, uh, singing Christmas songs. I it's, thought you didn't drink. Well, I did, I did when I was last in the BB uh, King Blues uh, Bar and Grill. I was, I was drinking... Um, tequila? No, yeah, pr- I probably was. This was... Yeah. When was this? This was... Um, uh, about eight years ago, when I was last. And Margaritas in here in New York. Mm. But so I'm seeing her, so that's what I'm doing. I've booked it, so everyone. Oh, can... Are you going to meet her? 
Well, I doubt it. Oh. I think you will, Ian. Why, why Dion? Have you had a premonition? I, I think you're not on the Z list anymore. Well, I, well, what list would you say I was on, Dion? In my account. In your what? Uh, on my list, you'd be A. So, on, on Dion's celebrity list, I'm on A. Yeah, I can listen to you all over the world. Yeah. Oh, which you yeah. can't, no. a lot of people. You can't, you can't James Whale. I used to listen to him a lot of years ago, and Tommy oh. Boyd. Yeah, the, the Boyd's brilliant. Boyd's the governor. Yeah, he well, was, yeah. Well, he, he introduced me to a friend of mine since 25 years. Really? I like yeah. him as well. Right, God, bother me. Right, anyway, Victoria, did we finish what you were... Oh, I was going to do this. Let me do this survey. Can I just do this survey? Yeah, go on. This is in a... a new, uh, let me just get the new... Are you really not going to say happy birthday? No, well, no, I'm not. Right. Hmm. Well, it's... Oh, I'm caught, caught up now. Why? It's, it's not until Friday. Who knows what... Who knows what... My, well, I doubt I'll go between now and Friday. You what? I doubt our phone between now. Well, you might die between now and Friday. Oh, Seriously. Really isn't it? Right, hang on. Let me find this survey. Have a look at the front page of the mirror. Gabby and um, Kate, they look alike. Anyway, so just see if any of the. I'll read some of these out. There's about a dozen things here. See if any of these apply to you, uh, mm. Victoria. 74% of. This is a survey, it's in the newspaper today. 74% of people still use a digital watch from the 1980s. Uh, I know one person that does. Who? Not okay, love her. No, not anymore. Okay, well, if it, by the way, if it, I mean, if any of these appeal, uh, appear, uh, what, what's the word? A, a, what's the word? Appeal. I'm trying to... No, it's not appeal. appeal. Apply. That's the word. <laughs> oh dear. If any of these apply oh. to you, oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Ninety-two percent of people have a special walk to impress the opposite sex. I do. Oh really? How, what? 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 How does your walk go? Oh, it's the whole bum. The whole bum. The whole. Bum. Wow! So not just not just a part of it. It's... No, you do. Sort of like wiggling your bum. Do, do it. Do it. Do it for Dion. Oh, there you go, Dion. Can you see? Go on in, love. Is if it... I had a video link, I would. <laughs> video link. <laughs> video link. What is this? Batman or something? <laughs> right, Dion. Have you got? Have you got a special walk to impress the opposite sex? I just walk normal. I walk straight. Okay. Um, right. I've got a good back. Oh, that's good. What does that mean? <laughs> what's what's the difference between a good back and a bad back, Dion? I don't slatch. You don't slatch, okay. I do. No. Uh, your car could run off water for about a mile before it realised it wasn't petrol, say 37% of Londoners. I don't have a car. You don't have a car. Dion? Um, my best car runs about 12 miles to a gallon. Of water? No. No. Um, okay, let's find another. 4% out of 5% of ladies fancy Jeremy Kyle. No. Never watched it. Oh, you've... Dion... Well, this is the service. What do you mean you've never watched it, Dion? He was on fire today. Kyle was on fire. Chris, what was the line from Kyle that you texted me you thought was so good? Bring me the DNA results because I'm not moving from this spot. That's what he said. And Chris texted me that and said that is a brilliant line and I've got to agree with him. <laughs> that sounds good. It was... It was. He was on fire today. Wouldn't it be yeah. great if he was literally on fire doing yeah, this Yeah, but show? if I put Jeremy Kyle on, I missed that on LBT. Ah, uh, who's on? Who's on at night? So you you missed the last half hour of uh, Nick and the first half hour of of um, James O'Brien. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I tell you what, I'll watch it in the morning. Watch no, it. I can't watch it in the morning. I've got Teddy Japanese couple to the airport. Because the thing is, because Nick's winding down then, so he's you, you've missed the best bit of Nick already, and James doesn't really get started till about quarter to eleven. You know, that's when he. No, he, not really. No. Yeah, yeah. So you're ta- you're you you're, you're taking the Japanese to the airports, are you? Yeah, tomorrow morning. So I'm hoping to get to the science museum before I take them. Back. Hang on, say I can say this in Japanese. Uh, I can say it, I can say it. Give, give me a second. Dion Sun um, is something to do with. It's something, to do, it's something like Kiko ni 
Um, Ikimash. Ikimas. Kick on the Ikimas means go to the airport. Dion-san. Right. Ashta. Oh, here we go, here we go. Ashta. Dion-san wa. Kiko ni Ikimas. Tomorrow, Dion's going to the airport. Come on. That is very good. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. That is worth an applause. I'm clapping, but I've got a phone in my ear. Okay, well done, well done. Yeah, that's good. We had a good day today, though. Victoria, yes, Victoria. What would you do if, whilst you're having your Japanese lesson, they're teaching you how to say really offensive things rather than the real thing? Wouldn't that be brilliant? I I would would applaud her and pay her many thousands of pounds for setting me up like that. It would be great. (laughs) Oh, by the way, if there are any Japanese listening, what does ginki... Is it uh, ginki mean, please? G-I-N... Genki. Genki. G-E-N-K-I. What does genki mean, please? I I couldn't find it in a book. I need to know what it means. Anyway, right, Dion, so what what would you... This is... We'll start the show at 8 o'clock, can we? This is really... (laughs) Yeah, I was going to phone you about what I've done today with these Japanese couples. Okay, what what have you done today with these Japanese couples? Uh, Done a bit of shooting. What? Yeah, only targets. Targets, okay. When you, people? No. Is it? People? Yeah. You yeah. with people? No, just targets. Just targets. Okay. 25 metre range. Oh, okay, well, that's something. Then yeah. I took them to Rislip Lido. Oh, the, the open air swimming pool? Yeah, I used to go there when I was a kid, so i sort of done my eight years at RF North. And did they like go that. swimming? No, no. 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 Too, too, too nippy. But they've still got the old 30s building, you know, the cafe. I don't think... I can't remember going to... I, I must have been to Rice at Lido, but I don't remember it very well. Yeah, they got the uh, Art Deco building. Oh, that. now, here, Dion, you can help me out. We're going to talk about this a bit later on, but as you're on the line, you can help me out. This is What I want to know is, if, if, if listener, this applies to you. Have you ever followed someone? Now, Dion, you must yeah. have followed someone all the time. Lots of people G- all the time. Give us, give, us, give us your three top tips, make them short, on following someone. Um... I was under cover as a backpacker who was like an ex-hippie. Right. So no one takes any notice of you. Of a backpacker. Ex- ex-hippie if backpacker. I had, if I had a... Yeah, you've straight up... Three points. Three, you have three top points. If I had a suit on covering oh. someone, they'd be suspicious. Okay. So so go as a backpacker hippie. Don't wear a suit. And what's your third final top tip? Um, Look drunk. So your, your three top tips to um, follow someone are... Dress as a hippie backpacker, don't wear a suit, and look drunk. Yeah. And that works. Yeah. Victoria, have you, you must have followed I, someone. I have. I followed my ex-husband when he was having an affair. Well done, you. Genius. Yeah, no, no, but this is how to do it. Go on. Do, do, do you dress as a, uh, as a hippie backpacker, uh, not wearing a suit and looking drunk? Yeah, that's right. Okay. You, pro- you probably were drunk, weren't you? I was not drunk. Okay. Um, I got, this was when my daughter was really, really young. Yeah. And um, she, I actually got her in the pushchair and followed him in the middle of the night walking up the road to his girlfriend's house oh, no. and he didn't spot me once. Re- how, well, how did he not spot you? I have no idea. She was in the pushchair. So, you know, there's these ex-rep well, you, when, you, when you're off to do it, then, you know, that nothing can detract yeah, you from that. Yeah, standing your way. All right, so. listen, Victoria, thank you for that. <laughs> Dion, thank you. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. There we go. Right, well, the reason we're asking that is all, but everything goes back to Carl. Everything links back to Carl. There was a guy on Carl yesterday and today, the same bloke, who uh, it was on there because he'd been following his girlfriend because she thought he thought she'd been cheating on her. It turns out, I think the lie detector machine was knackered on Carl today because everyone was going, everyone was being called a liar. And that both the the young lad and that girl both went, but I'm not lying. I'm not, I'm not lying. I promise, I'm not lying. The thing is, it's ninety seven percent accurate. Ninety six percent accurate. Ninety six. 
Surely they've done over 96 lie detectors. They must have done like hundreds. So they're, they're, 4% of those are wrong then. Yeah. Anyway, we'll explain more after this. Uh, Alan, you know, mm-hmm. I just just can't get in the groove tonight. It's, the, show's, the show's buzzing, it's brimming full of ideas, there's stuff there, but I just can't seem to get any coherence together. Any any tips, Alan? Um, well, Karen Mercer's coming on after 8 o'clock, I'm sure she'll inspire you. This is a man who just wants to do the travel and go home. I can take <laughs> a hint, get on with it. Uh, the A1 in Mill Hill has two lanes blocked heading into town just by the apex corner roundabout because of a police incident. Uh, Hendon Lane in Finchley is partly blocked both ways at Regent's Park Road because of an accident there. Uh, so traffic is taking it in turns to get through still. And the A41 remains partly blocked just after the M25 in Kings Langley going away from town. Ducks Hill Road in Rystip is still closed both ways between Northgate and Brexpear Road following a crash just by Rystip Lido, as mentioned earlier before. And uh, East Ham High Street is uh, looking slow both ways towards Burgess Road after a dust cart fire from earlier on. A13 looks slow heading out of town from the Limehouse Link Tunnel through to the Canning Town Flyover because of an accident. And Victoria Embankment looks slow heading northbound from Parliament Square through to Northumberland Avenue because of roadworks. On the tubes, delays on the Bakerloo line after a broken down train earlier at Paddington. But the good news is the trains are still running on time. LBC 97.3 travel. The next update is in half an hour. Jenny Eclair with some quality guests. Mike Winner has walked in, and the temptation for me to go sit on his knee is almost overwhelming because Michael Winner looks exactly like my father. My father's actually got a slightly more hair, slightly wavier. More hair than me? Yes! He had the most extraordinary head of hair at one point. And at the, and at the moment, he's got... You're not suggesting I'm bald, are you? You've Jenny? no way bald, but you've got slightly less thick grey hair than my dad. I mean, it's still a fine head. Yeah, I accept this. Who's going to be dropping in this week? Find out. Jenny Eclair. Saturday mornings at the later time from 11. LBC 97.3. Are you in favour of organ donation? 90% of people are. So it's a fairly safe bet that you're one of them. But are you on the NHS Organ Donor Register? Only 24% of people are, so it's a fairly safe bet that you're not. Maybe you think that saving lives through organ transplants is great, but you haven't yet registered. Around 400 people die in the UK every year just waiting for a transplant. If more of us registered, more lives could be saved. That's got to be the safest bet of all, hasn't it? To register, fill in the leaflet that's coming through your letterbox. Visit mylifemygift.org or call 0845 6060 400. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Okay. Ever followed someone? I'll tell you this, because there was a guy on Jeremy Carl yesterday whose... Uh, his girlfriend was like 20, he was 30, and she took him on there because he had been following her. He was really... He was insanely jealous. <clears throat> and he followed... So she'd be out at college, right? And she'd be talking to her friend, <clears throat> and her friend would say... Here ain't that your Steve over there behind that bush? And she'd go, yeah, he's, he's following me. And he'd follow her, and he'd hide behind bushes and behind bins. And stuff like that. So, <clears throat> sorry, I've got this frog in my throat. Have you ever followed someone is uh, one of the questions tonight. 0845 6060 Emma's in the pearly. Good evening, Emma. Hi, it's Emmy. <laughs> Emmy, oh, I'm, it does, I'm sorry, yes. That's right, sure for Emiko. I'm Japanese, but half Irish as well. Oh, half Irish, half Japanese. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that is good, yeah. <laughs> Do you know cool. what Genki means? 
I do. I think, well, I, I've got a fair idea what it means. I, I don't speak Japanese much anymore. My mum's Japanese and always speaks to me in Japanese, so. Oh. <laughs> um, Genki, as far as I know, means well. Are you well? Oh, it was, um, it was Genki Deska, so yes, it would yeah. be are you well then. Right, okay. Yeah, or get, you say, you, you ask someone Genki Deska, are you, you know, are you well? And they say Genki Des, meaning yes, I'm well. Okay. Yeah, C- yes, so I'm can well. you, can you speak, you, you can do, you can do a little bit of Japanese. Li- really little bit, like literally. My nana speaks to me and I don't know what she's saying. Oh, really? Really? Do you know, I had a similar thing with my granddad, but it was just because he was Scottish and drunk all the time. Seriously. <laughs> he had a really thick uh, Aberdeen accent, and I couldn't understand what he was saying. I'd be like, oh, I'm scared. It's... Oh, I had a granddad like that, bless him. Oh. He was a bit like that in Japan as well, but he drank a lot of sake, so, yeah, yeah he used to slur his words a lot. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm learning the Japanese, I'm, so, I'm struggling, but I've just had a, a, a breakthrough today. I've just finally, after ten weeks of lessons... I yeah. finally got the sent. I finally just clicked with the sentence structure. I was how- very impressed with your sentence about taking him, uh, the guy earlier, taking the guest I- to the airport tomorrow. I couldn't remember how you say. But it's I think airport is Kikoki rather than Kikoki. I think. Kiko- <laughs> no, you could be Kikoki. What's Kiko then? Kiko, some oh Kikoki. You, yeah, you, well, I say you could be right. You know better than me. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. Let's be. I can't remember how to say you're taking a friend. I can remember how to say um, uh, Kaisha Noor is going on your own, isn't it? I think. Uh, yes, I think it is. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. But I, thought... I am very impressed. I'm a convert to your show. Oh. I'm a convert to LBC oh. and Total, actually, in the last well. month. And because I drive back about this time of night, I'm, I'm very impressed with your level of Japanese. It's, it's much it's... better than mine. Really? Oh, come so on. I'm be- better. There we no, go. seriously, big pat on back. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, I'm better than someone who is half Japanese at speaking Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a tough one, but I've just, I just got today that the, the, it just clicked. The obvious thing that the verb is always at the end. Once you re- realise the verb is... is, is the at lo- the end, yeah. The Last the sentence, then it, uh, it it just made sense. I went, that's how you construct a sentence. There's certain things like little rules that you yeah. can remember, and they kind of help you. <laughs> it's good. I'm I'm, plan- I'm planning to go over to Tokyo. Uh, when uh, are you going to go? Uh, I, I don't know. I might go February of next year. Yeah. Uh, um, or failing that, then possibly a bit more towards the summer. But I, I'm I'm going to go and I'm going to I'm going to do, do it. You like winter sports? Uh, what, what what like tobogganing? Skiing, snowboarding. Yeah, I love it. Go to Tokyo and go north of Tokyo in February, and it's the most amazing snow north of Tokyo, about an hour north. Uh, Emmy, thank you very much. That's all right. Do call again, <laughs> won't you? I'll speak to you later. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, right. Uh, um, oh wait, four five six oh six oh nine. So it's official, ladies and gentlemen. My Japanese is better than someone who is half Japanese. It's official. And you're going tobogganing. And I'm going tobogganing. Did I say tobogganing? Yeah. Did I say that? You did. Did I say tobogganing? Yeah. No, I thought I said. Um, uh, I did, maybe I did say tobogganing. Yeah, like Cool Vernon's. <laughs> I don't, and I don't want to pick hairs. You know what Elizabeth called in last week? And I asked her, um, what Nandi Kamashtika, does that mean, how did you come here? She went, no, it's, it's why did you come here? She was wrong. <gasps> I, don't, I don't, I don't, you know, so let's, okay, let's, so far it's official. My Japanese is better than someone who's half Japanese and someone who's 12. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is good. I think your head's just got too big. Yeah, my head just got too big for my boots. Jim! Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Jim. Um, can I justify my actions first um, by saying <laughs> I was very much in love with a person? Okay. Is this the king of Saudi Arabia you're talking about? No. 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 <laughs> girl a long time ago. He's brought his hairdresser over with him. I know he had an entourage of five jets, didn't he? Well, it, it, you, think, you think he's only here for like three or four days, but then you think he's also the richest man in the world, so I would bring a hairdresser with me. I wished I was a croupier this week. Um... I bet they get good tips this week. Is it, what, where, where, where's he going to be playing? 
I don't know. He'll be playing at the, either the uh, Queen's private uh, gambling den or in Second Life. He'll be doing one of those two things. Have you ever wanted to be a croupier? No. I, no, because there's too much pressure on you. Yeah, no. the, the maths that they do and the pressure those people are under, uh, no, I couldn't do it. My fingers that let me down. My fingers are too short and stubby. I don't... Well, you just reach a little bit further, don't you? Uh, you've got to be dexterous with the cards. You've got to be able to do roulette. Oh, I was thinking more on the roulette table, Lady Roulette. Oh no! Hey Chris, we've not been we've not been for a while. Chris, we should have a little um a little uh, Christmas session, outing. A Christmas outing. Alex, you have a Christmas outing on the old uh, gambling? Yeah, I don't know how to do it, but I'll come. Oh, it's easy. It's, it's brilliant fun, man. We'll come it's just red or black. Red or black. Red or black. Odds and evens. We're going to do a bit of that. Funny you should talk about an outing. I was thinking of that today. Why don't you go on a kayaking outing? What? Go kayaking on some river. There's a good river. The river ooze. It's, um, and then go down, go down some swollen river Have a, in the summer with some of your listeners. No, I tell you what we are going to do, though. Oh, and Alex, you're invited to this as well. Oh, you might be working. We're going to go to uh, Erotica, Chris and I, and we're going to record on a Friday, and we're going to record sex stuff. I could do Friday. Well, no, you'll be working, though. That'll be Not a play for sex stuff. <laughs> well, OK, well, then we're going to go to Erotica, and we're going to record it for this show, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be too early for this show. Well, no, we'll bleep out of the... I want to do one... Well, I'll, I'll talk to Chris about it, but we'll, we'll, make, it, we'll make it clean and decent, don't worry. Yeah. Anyway, what, what, so you, you're in love with this woman? Yeah, and yeah. I'm a very jealous person. Okay. So that's what I'm saying to justify my actions. I bugged her bar. You did what? She worked on a bar and I bugged it. What? You bugged her bar? I bugged. B-U-G-G. You bugged her bar? Mm, so as I could listen to what she was saying. But, oh, no, that's just creepy and we can't condone... That's not following someone, that's being a pervert. Well, we'd been together for two and a half years, so... Jim, stay there. We'll find out why you bugged her bar. What a weirdo. After this... So, my friend was all like, Julian gave me a new convertible yesterday. He's so romantic. So I was like, well, Virgin Media have given me an exclusive mobile deal with 300 minutes and 300 texts for only £10 a month just for being a customer. Touché. Let Virgin Media spoil you. Call 0800 052 7000 or visit virginmedia.com. Offer open exclusively to Virgin Media customers subject to credit check and direct debit. Calls and texts to standard UK mobiles and landlines. Mobile SIM only. Conditions apply. Offer ends December 31st. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Yes, Jim? Um, well, I just wanted to hear who she was talking to and what she was saying. It's like bugging the telephone, you know. Well, yeah, well, sort of, but th- yeah, th- th- that's not good either. No, it's sick. Yeah. But I'm over that now. But I also, it was worse than that. Oh, I God. used to check her um, clocking cards and see who else had clocked in and out. At the what? Time. But, Jim, why? I just wanted to see. I was, I'm extremely jealous. I've get, I'm getting over it. Yeah. It was a long time ago. I'm a yeah. bit ashamed talking about it. I know, you should be. It's well weird, man. It is weird. It's really freaky. <laughs> I shouldn't be admitting it on the radio, should I? But I, I'm, I was in love with that. I'll, I'll, well, in that case, that... Well, that was what this fella was doing on, um... Or he, this fella on Jeremy Carr, he didn't bug it, though. He didn't bug her. But my friend... I think bugged, he wanted to. My friend bugged his phone more recently. Yes. And some of the things he heard, he, he got divorced. He bugged his own phone? He bugged, yeah, because he thought his wife was doing something and um, he found she was and uh, they got divorced. How easy is it to bug your own phone? Oh, it's simple. Yeah. You can bug your anything. Okay, yeah. your voice is getting slower and deeper. Because I'm more ashamed oh. if this is a talk. It what? Of my actions. You're more ashamed of my actions. Well, I think you should go and um, uh, flagellate yourself. <laughs> is that the right word? Have I said the right word? Yes, I have. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have something to eat. Oh, well, yeah, go and have, go and have a bit of food and forget about it. Yeah. Cheers, Jim. That's weird. That is creepy. We're asking if you ever followed someone. We didn't expect him to follow him and say he was a pervert and he bugged he bugged a woman. 
Bugged her bar? 08456060973. I'll be honest, it's a little bit quiet on the phone tonight. It's, uh, you know, I've got a stack load more topics, so we'll do them, including the Crouch End Cavalier. Have you seen him? We'll mention that after 8 o'clock. First of all, though, it's Richard. Hello, you alright? Yeah, fine, Richard. What can I do I, for you? I just firstly like to say that uh, Jim should be locked up. He, that is weird, isn't it? We don't in uh, any way condone that or in, uh, endorse that uh, behaviour at yeah. all. I think, I think Jim, where, the, where on earth do you get bugging devices from? Deep in the internet, I think. Yeah, well, that's, uh, a, that's a good question, yeah. Can we get some bugging devices? I don't know, I don't want to know. My, um, what I wanted to say, I wanted to, uh, just, it's a random rant is what I've got to say. Okay. Um, it's a random rant. Yeah, but that's okay. It sounds like a feature, uh, uh, random rant, so where you go? Random, random rant to spice things up. Basically, uh, I moved to London ages and ages ago, and about five years ago, and, uh, and over the years, I get a bus now and again. I live in Brixton, and, uh, and about three years ago, I remember giving a bus driver 20 quid note and he said to me sorry mate no change and 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 and, and just pushed me off the bus you know I had to go away I, I couldn't get the bus yeah. so I thought alright fair enough he didn't have change uh, you know and then uh, over the years a couple of times I've been turned away for a tenner because you know uh, they might not have had a change yeah. but uh, a bit of a queue and I'm from Southampton and in, in Southampton it's, you, you can give a bus driver 50 quid and he'll give you perfect change and he's wow. like, no worries yeah but, um, and the other day, my girlfriend's pregnant, 39 weeks pregnant. Yeah. I'm in the hospital, uh, and just about to go home, and I had a fiver. Yeah. And, uh... Was your girlfriend with you? With My girlfriend was with me, and she's, okay. mass, she's really, really bursting at the seams. Okay. And, uh, bursting at the and, seams, what a beautiful and, way of putting it. And, uh, <laughs> Her seam is bursting. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I just sort of led her, you know, people would yeah. just, just calmly walk around my girlfriend, because she's really, really big. Yeah. And I uh, got onto the bus, yeah. a couple of people prepared to move, and, um... And then I gave this driver a fiver for both of us. It would have been almost, you know, just give us a bit. Sorry, we don't take money. Oh, no, one of them. It, they don't take money anymore. Well, you're spo- it's one of those ones you're supposed to buy a ticket before you get on. The but, but it was only a fiver, and, and it was, I couldn't believe it. I would have, Richard, I would have, com- I would have complained. I would have complained, and I would have said, I, I'm I, get, listen, I we're not going anywhere. Do. I didn't know what to do. My girlfriend kind of wanted to complain, but there's a risk of, um... Bursting at the seam. Something just popping. Popping out. out. Slipping out. Oh, well, that would have taught him. How fantastic. You You should always carry a bottle of water, Richard, and if you get someone stropping like that, just (laughs) chuck it between their legs. Our waters are broken, we're going nowhere. Richard, I've got to go to the news. Thank you for that. 0845 6060 973. Uh, More of your calls, hopefully, after these... On 97.3 DAB And online London's biggest conversation LBC At eight, will any of the paparazzi turn up to give evidence at the Diana inquest? Convicted paedophile jailed for killing girlfriend whose body lay hidden in a cellar for eight years. And Brittany calls for an end to random drug testing. It's eight o'clock. I'm Katie Brethwick. The Princess Diana inquest has been told there's a danger none of the paparazzi who pursued her will give evidence. It's because the coroner has no powers under UK law to make anyone outside the country give their version of events. Romuald Raff the first paparazzo to arrive at the scene has been accused of offering pictures of Diana to the Sun newspaper moments after the crash. 
A convicted paedophile has been jailed for life for stabbing his girlfriend to death and burying her in a cellar where she lay undetected for eight years. Frederick Lawler murdered Dorothy Carr in 1999. He went on to sexually abuse a 13-year-old girl. Dorothy Carr's family reported her missing three times, but the investigating officer on the case, DCI Dave Lever, admitted outside court he had no information about the reports. It's something that we're investigating with the family to start off with, and we're going to take it from there. Our involvement has been from 2006. Um, I'm not fudging the issue. Um, don't, please don't think that. I can only tell you what I know, and what I know is our police investigation and where it's brought us today. The Queen's eating halal food at tonight's banquet for the Saudi King. Buckingham Palace has a special menu of noisette of venison with stuffed tomatoes and braised lettuce has been put together, meeting King Abdullah's dietary requirements as a Muslim. The King's carbon footprint for this trip is pretty huge, though. He's brought 400 aides with him on five planes. One of his 23 advisers here is Jamal Khashoggi. The King, His Majesty, uh, has a huge entourage and... It's a serious business, and uh, that's the way he uh, do and conduct business. But the return for all of those trips is quite beneficial to the country. Sport and West Ham are looking to avoid a Carling Cup upset tonight as they go to Championship side Coventry in the fourth round. Kickoff was just over 15 minutes ago, and the scoreline's currently nil-nil. And Terry Venables and Sven Joran Eriksson will go head-to-head in a match between an England Legends team and a rest of the world side. Alan Shearer and Gianfranco Zola will be the captains for the charity football friendly at the City of Manchester Stadium. They're aiming to raise a million pounds for the One Goal, One Million Charity Trust Fund for Sick Children. Showbiz, and there's a new development in Britney Spears' child custody battle with her ex-husband. The singer is demanding an LA court cancels or amends its requirement that she undergo random drug testing. She and Kevin Federline are taking part in a closed-door hearing. Travel-wise, the outside lanes blocked on the M25 anti-clockwise, heading towards Heathrow after 17 Maple Cross when there's a crash involving four cars. And weather-wise, a fine evening, clear tonight, some mist patches south of the river, lows down to 4 Celsius. This is LBC, it's 8.03. This is LBC 97.3. At Morrison's, Smirnoff Vodka, Gordon's Gin and Teacher's Whiskey are now just £8 each. So, if you've got people coming over, that's a neat offer. Morrison's, savings for you. Offer applies to 70cl bottles and ends Sunday. Please drink responsibly. At Homebase, there's 25% off all Dulux paint mixing, real wood and laminate flooring and selected tiles. But hurry, this offer won't last long. Homebase, make a house a home. Excludes flooring extra. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. It's day um, three of... Oh, what's happened here with this flipping computer? Day two 
of Body Week. Chris, how many calls have we had on our Have You Ever Shown Off Your Body topic? None, it would seem. We've had none so far. Oh wait, four five six oh six oh nine seven three. We we can't let our body special fizzle out after just two days. We've got a good one for tomorrow as well. Not saying that today's isn't any good, but we've got a really good one tomorrow that just requires uh, a little bit work from me, uh, and I couldn't be bothered. Chris, have we had, have we had any calls from people phoning in saying have you, uh, that they've shown off their body? Not really. No, uh, this is your idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say that maybe one of those news people that are going to train up to be a producer on here might be getting your job a little bit sooner than you'd think. Uh, so we'll ask it again. We'll keep pushing it, because I want this one to work. Uh, have you ever shown off your body? Now, that's a, a, a vague title, and it can mean anything. Interpret it any way you want, and then give us a call. 0845 6060 Uh Well, also, we're asking... Uh, what are we asking, John? The most inappropriate time... You've laughed. Okay, what we need is one more call, uh, and then we can't phone up that fella and boo him, which is uh, uh, a shame. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Also asking, have you ever followed somebody? Uh, because inspired by some freak on Jeremy Kyle, who just spent all the his girlfriend would be at college, and um, the mates go, "Isn't that your Steve behind that bin?" Yeah, he's uh, he's following me. He's mental. 08456060973 and also now this is very specific and this won't generate a lot of calls but uh, who know, I'll put it out and who knows where this will go in Crouch End there is a man who walks around dressed like a cavalier now why? I think it's a lifestyle choice I've, I think I've seen him with his daughter and she was dressed like like a lady like a lady from those days I don't know what days the cavaliers were the cavaliers and roundheads so he walks around, right, with a big, big wide-brimmed hat with a feather on. Like a, I think he's got like a ruff or something around his neck. Then he wears a tunic, uh, and he has like sort of those shorts that come down just below your knees, knickerbockers. Then like big long white socks, and then uh, shoes with a buckle on. He's dressed, he's got, and he's got big, uh, um, sort of moustache and beard. I think the only thing that ruins the look is I think he wears sunglasses sometimes. So, ha are you? The uh, Crouch End Cavalier. Let's, let's put that out. Are you well, Chris and Crouch End has probably seen him, but she won't be phoning up. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Has anybody seen the Crouch End Cavalier? Who is he? Why did, I don't want to get all? I'm sounding all Robert Elms here. Who is he? Why does he do it? And is it is it a lifestyle choice? Is it nature nurture? Was he born like that, or did he grow up to be like that? Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Mark's in the Wallington. Hello, Mark. Hi, good evening, Ian. Great programme. Thank you, sir. It, well, look, tonight, it's a, tonight there's some good stuff coming out, but I, I, it's a little bit disjointed, and I'm struggling to, you know, get any kind of uh, cohesive thread out of it, but we'll get there. Well, <clears throat> I just wanted to ring about your man on Jeremy Kyle. Yes. And your, your caller that you had about two calls oh, ago. Oh, yeah, Freaky Jim, yes. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people have a problem with the whole love thing. Yes. What? But my lessons that I've learned in life are true love is true trust and true acceptance of the person who you choose to fall in love with. Well, hang on a second. Let's just, let's just pretend we're on Jeremy Carr for a second. <laughs> there we go. Well, you're, you're, how old are you, Mark? Uh, 37. Okay. I think, I, I think it's about the sort of uh, uh, mid-30s that people start realising what you've said. Uh, and you got. I I used to be a little bit jealous and and stuff like that. And now you know I'm 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 fully trusting and I'm uh, you know it's all uh, it's all. Uh, but would you ever follow someone though, Mark? Well, no, I wouldn't. I mean, you, you just wouldn't do it. Mm. I mean, it's it's to follow someone 
without them knowing it, runs a number of risks. One, it's going to drive you mad. Yeah. Because you never know what you're going to see. Yeah. And really what you're saying is, I'm going out to look for something that I don't want to find out about, but I'm so unsure about myself and how I feel, or maybe mm -hmm. though I'm so unsure about how they feel about mm -hmm. me, I've got to go and gather the evidence. But... Thank you very much, Jeremy. The only thing that, that, um, that really is worrying them is that their inability to communicate with the person. If Jeremy Carl ever does a sickie, do you want the gig? Yeah, I think I should. Are you, have you, do you ever watch the Carl show? I, I have to be honest, I've, I've watched it just a few times. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you feel about Jeremy or what, what, what the take is. He gets good ratings, but I do have some problems with him sometimes. Oh, um, I, think, I think it's exploitative. I think it's cheap TV. I think it's preying on people's weaknesses, and I think it's sometimes preying on people who are slightly mentally unstable. But, I, but, I, I love it. I, you know, in all honesty, I love it. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, I guess there's some, that says something about me, but... Um, yeah, I don't think I'd have such a problem if I believed that the people appearing on the programme have been prepared and treated properly. But I think, you know, appearing on TV and this <clears> is, <throat> wow, and you're going to be the centre of attention, I'm really going to help you. Well, it's a weird... You must think, right... What what kind of well you, you I know what kind of people it's generally common people but what what must you be thinking when you you think the only solution to your problem is to send a text to Jeremy Kyle and go on that show that, that you know that that's an odd mode of uh, frame of mind to be in to to think that the only way out of your problem whether it be drugs or oh speaking of drugs oh my God I watched the program last night and it got me angry I couldn't watch it. Why that? Channel 4's Britain's Deadliest Addictions. Go on. What it is, it's Krish Guru Murthy, right? Yeah. And he's got three addicts. Uh, a, a crackhead, uh, a prescription pills addict, and an alcoholic. And they, it's like Big Brother, but for these three people. And they put them in a detox centre, and they film them 24-7, uh, and they monitor their progress. It, how, much it, how much of it did you watch? I watched about ten minutes of it. And I thought, th this is, I thought this is, I thought this is, I actually thought it was disgusting, to be honest. I thought it was, you know, these are sick people, uh, and this is, this is, that's more exploitative than Kyle is, I think, because these are people who are sick, and who are, really are desperate, who are going to die if they don't sort their lives out, uh, and they're, it, it, they've turned it into kind of a reality show. I don't, I don't want to get too, too serious on it, but I think, I think the thing is, you could take a programme like that, reformat it, and turn it into something useful. Yeah. Um, you know, you could get someone who is, on the verge or trying to deal with it watch that TV program and scare the out of them because they'll be saying oh god what do people think of me yeah. are people assuming I'm like that as well this is really bad I'll, I'm just going to fall more into myself and get myself more into trouble yeah you know I'd have thought with somebody like Christian as well who's done some good work in the past yeah would avoid programs like that. It was awful. It was awful, and it, it, it isn't going to be. Uh, you know, I've got I've got some friends who have had uh, problems with addiction and stuff, and something like that isn't isn't going to help anybody. It's not going to help the people who are watching it, uh, and it's not. I, I, I'd be surprised if it helped the people that are on it. Uh, you know, I, I'd be surprised if six months time they're still clean. Who knows? But I I, I watched that. And I thought this is terrible. Anyway, Mark, listen. Thank you for that. Sorry, we got all heavy for a second, which is fine. We can do that. But I uh, <laughs> I should probably go to Melody. Thank you, Mark. Take care. Cheers, fella. Bye bye. Oh, this programme was incredible last night. I couldn't watch it. Britain's Deadliest Addictions. With Krishnan Guru Murthy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. Melody. Hello, Ian. Hello, Melody. Hi. Hi there. Um, I'm calling in response to Richard's rant. Oh, yes. About the bus. Yeah. His pregnant girlfriend couldn't get on the bus because they had a fiver. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
But the bus driver isn't actually allowed to do that. If you've not refused to pay for a service, then they can't refuse to give it to you. You're, I, I, and I was going to mention, and also, if, if, even if you haven't got money, because I remember doing this years ago on here, mm. even if you haven't got money, they have to let you on. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because you, you, as long as you say, well, this is my address, and, uh, you know, I will, I will you can get in touch and I will send you the money, yeah. they have to let you on. They can't refuse you on there. Yeah. Yeah, I did that recently, because my Oyster card had run out of I remember credit, we... And did, did it work? Did they let you on? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think some drivers would be all right, and some would be a little bit funny about it. And I, I, I wouldn't. It's different now in the world of Oyster cards and stuff like that. But I, I, I wouldn't like to try it. I got kicked off a bus once before I had an Oyster card because yeah. uh, I didn't buy. I hadn't bought a ticket from the machine. And I said, well, yeah. the, I said, well, the, the, well, that was it. There was a temporary bus stop that was fifty yards away from the real bus stop, and with the machine there. And he said, you not got a ticket. I said, well, there isn't one. There's a machine over there. I said, well, I'm not. I'm not getting one. And he kicked me off. <laughs> and he wouldn't let me on the bus, and I, you know, so it, it takes. Um, but if I'd have been that pregnant woman, I'd have just set up yours and sat down. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've had I've had a twenty pound note as well once before, yeah. and I refused to get off because I said, "Well, no, because look, I'm I'm willing to pay." And the guy took my twenty pounds and then stopped the bus a bit later on and got out with it and went and bought something in a newsagent. No, really? Yeah. Oh well, there we go. Well, this is this is a topic for tonight's show. Has your bus driver ever left the bus at any moment? <laughs> There's something, we'll have that. If your bus driver has ever left the bus or thrown you off the bus for some reason. Oh, wait, four, five, six, oh, six, oh, nine, seven, three. Melody, thank you for that. Thank you. Cheers, bye-bye. There we go. Let's, let's hang on, buses. That's a good one. Ever, has your bus driver ever vacated? My friend Captain John, I think I've mentioned this before, was a bus driver for about, uh, about four days. Uh, and on the second or third day, he got lost. He got lost, and he, he, he realised he was off the route, and the people went, excuse me, you're off the route. And he said, it's only my second day. And he said, oh, well, don't worry, you need to go. And eventually, he ended up getting into, into a, such a narrow street, he couldn't turn it round. He couldn't turn it round, he couldn't reverse out, and he had to say to them, I'm really sorry, you're going to have to uh, get off. And everyone on the bus was really sympathetic. It was like, oh, don't worry about it, mate. OK, uh, ever been ab- abandoned by your bus driver, or uh, uh, been kicked off a bus? 0845 We'll speak to Bob after this... Travel news now, it's Karen Moss. Ah! It's looking slow on the M25 as you head anti-clockwise towards Heathrow after 17 for Maple Cross. There was a rolling roadblock on that stretch of the carriageway to recover a crash from the outside lane. In Ryslip, Ducks Hill Road is closed in both directions between Northgate and Breakspear Road. It's because of a crash near the Ryslip Lido. And in the centre of town, Southampton Row is solid. It's because of the works on the Kingsway. In Westminster, there's some fuel that has been spilt on Millbank at Horse Ferry Road, so take extra care as it's actually on both sides of the road and Victoria Embankment. Still looking slow northbound from Parliament Square to Northumberland Avenue because of roadworks and some more roadworks to blight your journey. They've just started up on Upper Thames Street. The inside lane is blocked as you head away from town and those works are going to be there until around 11 o'clock tonight. If you're heading out onto the tubes, all the lines are doing really nicely apart from just one. It's the Bakerloo line. There was a broken down train before at Paddington and so it's got delay. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 30 minutes. I've been brought back to life 12 times. My toy boy's sleep eating ruins all of life. I've been married for two and a half years and I met my wife two weeks ago. You couldn't make me up with Nick Ferrari at breakfast. All this week at 10 to 9. LBC 97.3. 
We are gathered here today to witness the sale of an endowment policy through AAP, Charles Edward Arthur. Do you take this endowment policy and promise to sell it through AAP, forsaking all thought of surrender forever? I do. And will you have much more cash as a result? I will. The ring, please. Hello, AAP. I now pronounce you potentially much better off. You may now kiss your unwanted endowment goodbye. If you're about to surrender an endowment policy, don't. Sell it instead through AAP. Call 0845-073-1960. That's 0845-073-1960. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Oh, yeah. No, it turns out none of you have shown off your body. I mean, I've got some more of these stats in this paper. Let me read some of these. This is this survey that was out, um, that was out today. Uh, if any of these apply to you, or, 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 or can you give us a call? 0845-6060-973. No one admits to being a Channel 5 regular viewer. No one. My mum still can't get Channel 5. She can get it, but it's really fuzzy. Um, one in two Londoners, that's 50% of all Londoners, have put a glass up to their neighbour's wall to hear what they were doing. Um, uh, and here's another 99% of Londoners that own a caravan live in bungalows. If any of that applies to you, 0845 6060 It's John in Dartford. Hello, John. Very nice to you. Yeah, good. What can I do for you, sir? Sorry? What can I do for you? Oh, no. sorry, I'm not here. Uh, showing off my body. Oh, ah, you're the first call. Well done. When, 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 when and where? Uh, two and a half years ago. Yeah. Of what? A Oh Jesus! Like, what? What? What did you do? You stripped off? I, no, it wasn't really my idea. I was about fifteen friends, and they uh, gave me a Borat style. Well, no, it wasn't out of time. It was like a Borat style. It sort of covered my. Uh, Your ding dong, yes. And it was similar to Borat, and I think he stole the idea from my friend's website they've actually made up since. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so this is one of those thongs, but it goes over the shoulders. Yeah, it's pink. Any, any, any pictures circulating, John? It, 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 yeah, I've got my own website, but uh, my friends will not allow me to see it, and they will not give me the address. <laughs> really? You're on a website, and you're not allowed to look at it? Famous for it. It's, it's every single person, including my wife, knows what it is, but I'm not allowed to know. That is terrible. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, John, listen, I'm going to say thanks. It's a, it's a terrible line, but thank you very much for that. 0845 6060 We're asking if you've ever shown off your body. Um, so, uh, uh this is disgusting. Did, ever shown off your body, Barry? Um, uh, inadvertently, yes. Where, where? How? Uh, Batak's army. Okay, good lad. I thought you were abroad. Weren't you in Denmark or something? I'm back now. Well, uh, you didn't go there for long? No, I went there for the weekend. Was it good? Very, very nice. The, the birds knocking, they're all beautiful. Did you have any bacon? Yes. Right, what can I do for you then? Oh, I thought that you were speaking to another man. <laughs> I was I'm speaking... What do you mean? I'm speaking to you. Oh, I thought that I was a preamble and then you were going to get me on proper. I didn't realise I was on. No, we were, do, we're doing it now. This is it. We're off. We're off. Let's go. Well, then we did it. You got a bit funny because I asked you about bacon, so I thought we'd move on quickly. No, sorry. I thought there was another man on and no. I was waiting. No, but, but I was talking to you. OK, let's get on with it then. Something about. Come well, on. I've, I've been getting on with it. You've been muffing What's it up. talking. I've got something to tell you. Well, tell me then. Well, all right. I don't need to be curt. Well, 
flipping egg. Right, sorry. Okay. Right, I was phoning about when I was going to unite two topics of conversation. Yes. One, about taking my clothes off, and two, anyone inadvertently laughing at you when they shouldn't. Okay, well, yes, okay. When I first got together with my Margaret... Yes. Well, we didn't really have carnal ding-dongs before we got married. As that's how you used to do it in the old days. Exactly. It seems strange now, doesn't it, that people didn't have sex until they got married. Isn't it silly? I can't believe anybody does that nowadays. Because you, <laughs> you need to know that you're sexually compatible. Yes. Supposing you married someone and it turns out they were a right old pervert into S&M, kink, bondage, spanking, Doggy. dressing up, and you weren't Dog- into that. Doggy, Yeah, doggy, and so you weren't Dog- into it. Doggy. All right, doggy, yes, and you and, weren't into and, it. And, and piking. Oh, right. No, but <laughs> I think that's just watching. But, um, no. <laughs> I, I think it is just watching. Yes. Yeah, so, no, when I first got together with my Margaret, she, yes. I'm not going to be too graphic here. No, please don't, because, I, you, no. I will not. No. I, I will not do No, don't. That. Um, don't. I will, no, I, I will I, cut you off. No, I will not do well, that. Well, I, I will cut you off. No, I know that. I'm not going to do it. And you won't get to plug your show. The show I'm doing at Watford Palace Theatre. Yeah, ticket sales disappointing still, are they? Now, very, very good. <laughs> Why? How many have you sold now? Uh, 300 plus. Well, you'd sold 300 plus last time. And well, that was about a week ago. I haven't checked since then, but if anyone wants you, to... You, uh, Barry, I know you and your type. You've been on the phone every 25 minutes. <laughs> and how are they doing now? How are they doing? We sold any more? How are they yeah. doing now? We sold any more? Yeah, I, I got, I got now put my pension on. He sold any more? Speak like that. You do speak like that. I do not speak like that. You do speak like that. We sold any more? I do not speak like that. We sold any more? How dare you? I'm an old man. How dare I you? I showed my buttocks to Margaret. <laughs> How dare you? So you've not sold any more? Well, I don't know, but if anyone wants to come, it's a week on Friday. Oh, so you've you not got long to go now. No. Do you want to hear the story about my nakedness or not? Well, do you want to give out the phone number? 01923. Well, do it in a minute. Do it, do it in a minute, so I can go and get their pens. Okay, get your pens, everyone. Yes. I'm going to tell you how to get a ticket to the show. Right, okay, but no one's okay. interested. So your, 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 your body... Try that pen out. No, that doesn't work. Any, just get one a pencil. No one has pencils anymore. Write it in blood. Just blood ticket. I don't care. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sold anymore. I'm sold anymore. Don't speak like that. I'll tell you. Yes, Mr. St. Michael, you called us 25 minutes ago. We've sold no tickets in the last 15 days. Please stop. Have we sold anymore? No. I'm going to have to put the phone down, Mr. St. Michael. Have we sold any? <laughs> he hung up on me. You <laughs> If you turned out, people might come. No, I know, and show. you can't advertise the fact I'm going to be there because I'm not going to be there because I'm going to be doing this show. Well, I was under the impression you was going to be hand out autographs. No, I am not going to be there. I'm doing this radio show, and I urge everyone not to go to your show and, in fact, to stay and listen to me because next Friday's show, a week Friday, it's going to be one of the best ones we've ever done. Yeah, anyway, well, Barry, you're exposing my, yourself. My show has got jokes in it, and, and it's tried and tested. Uh, yes, your show is 55 minutes long. It's uh, suitable for a small venue, not for a big theatre well, and it's the same true. act you've been doing for the last two years whereas mine that's constantly evolves anyway not let's it's not got funny, it's got funny bits in yes. it yes anyway let's get to the, your nakedness yes. face because I'm getting when bored when Margaret now. took her clothes off yes she had a mole just beneath one am I allowed to say knocker yes and it, it had some hair on it oh god and I'm not being funny I was repulsed because yes. it 
in the right light, it did look a bit like Fu Manchu. Okay, I remember him. Do you yes. remember? I him? remember Fu Manchu. Yes. And I've grown to love it, you know. Okay. But in the right light, it's just the shape of a, a man's face. Yes. When did you laugh inappropriately? Well, I laughed then. Okay. And what? I say it's Fu Manchu, and right. I laugh. Okay. What you can't do, Fu Manchu anymore. Don't. Oh, don't, 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 don't. Wait till I've done the phone number, then I'll do it. <laughs> okay, okay, do the phone number. The box office of the Watford Palace Theatre, yes. 01923 And what's your rubbish MySpace page so everyone can go have a look? Uh. Barry in Watford, MySpace. Barry in Watford. Well, but, okay. Well, thanks for calling. Thank you. Go back. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm not having him do Fu Manchu on the radio. You can't do that anymore. But yet, Peter Sellers played Fu Manchu with the, all of that. You can't do it anymore. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three is the telephone number. Diana's in East Finchley. Hi, Ian. Hello, Diana. Do you know there's a man who dresses as a cowboy? in East Finchley. No, there's not. There is. He's oh. been around for years. Oh, really? Yes. I think you ought to ask people to send in, if they've got somebody who dresses appropriately for their area. Oh. Like the East Finchley Cowboy, the Crouch End Cavalier. Well, this is, this is, well, this is it. We've got people from the, from, uh, throughout history appearing here. And they, they, there is a possibility. They could actually be from those time periods. They may have jumped through a time portal. Well, they could have done. Is he... This fellow... When you say he dresses like a cowboy, Dana, can you d- describe the outfit? Well, he's got a, a <clears throat> cowboy hat, you know, is yeah. it a ten-gallon hat? Yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah. He's got, you know, the, the, the sh- cowboy shirt with the uh, tie, you know, the... What's it called? Leather tie. Oh, the little the, um, the string... Piano wire string thing, That one, yes. yeah. And a tight cowboy jacket, tight trousers... Well, a sort of leather, you know, leathery tag up a jacket. Tight trousers... Yeah. And, and high-heeled boots. Oh, God. Has he got spurs? He hasn't got spurs on, has he? Well, do you know, I was just trying to remember, because I wanted... I was talking to some friends about him one day, and I said, I've got to find out why he does it, and they warned me not to speak to him. He could get quite nasty. He's called Adam, is he? <laughs> oh, okay. Adam? Is it Adam, did you say? No, I said I wanted to ask him why he did it. You said you were speaking to some friends of Adam? No, I was speaking to some friends, sorry, about him. Oh, OK, sorry. About okay. him. Yeah, OK, sorry. And um, I said, you know, I'd like to just ask him why he does it. Right. They warned me against it. They said that he could get quite nasty. Right. I wondered if he'd pull a six shooter on me or something. Well, you'd have to. You would think that dressing like that, but people would approach you and say, "What's all with uh, what's all the cowboy stuff, mate?" Exactly. You think he'd get used to? It. Oh, well, wouldn't it be great? I'm, I'm not in any way encouraging this. Wouldn't it be great if if there was a, um, a punch up between a cavalier and a cowboy? Oh, w- w- I'd, I'd pay top dollar to see that. It's not very far between Crouch End and East Finch. No, they could they could meet in uh, Muswell Hill halfway. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah, Diana, listen, thank you very much for that. Okay. Well, cheers, there we go. Well, that, that's, that's, the, that's the rest of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Who have you got in your area that dresses weird? <laughs> I don't just mean like you're homeless and you're, you're mentally ill. I don't, I don't <clears throat> mean that. We've got, uh, there's the 20 pence man who lives in Muswell Hill. You walk past it. Well, he was the 20 pence man for the last five years. He got 20 pence. He got, and when you give him 20 pence, it blows his mind. I always give him 20 pence. But recently, he's gone, he starts going, he got 50 pence. I said, but, when did you stop being inflation. the 20... I said, when did you stop being the 20... That's what he said. He said, oh, it's inflation. Yeah, she said it. Uh, 0845 6060 Your toe gets all the attention when you've stubbed it on the door. You'll give your back a rest when it creaks and shrieks, I'm sore. Your head will thump and bang so you know it's feeling off. And your throat demands some care when it hacks and makes you cough. 
Your body likes to tell you when it's feeling on the blink, but often there are poorly parts that are quieter than you think. Your boobs don't like to create the fuss that other bits will make, but often it's the little signs that have everything at stake, like a change in size or a change in shape or a rash across your breast. Just nip off to the doctor and put your mind at rest. Show your boobs some TLC. Touch, look for any changes, check anything unusual with your doctor. To find out more about the signs and symptoms of breast cancer, visit Breakthrough Breast Cancer at breakthrough.org.uk. I'm Al. You may know me from the PG Tips adverts and other things. This is an appeal on behalf of the thousands of little knitted monkeys with rubber suckers on their feet, currently trapped inside PG Tips boxes. With your help, these monkeys could start a new life in your office card or living room. Just pick up a special pack of PG Tips in participating stores and give these free, yes, free sucker monkeys the life they deserve. Your window needs a monkey. Thank you. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC It's 8.30. I'm Katie Brethwick. The Princess Diana Inquest in the Strand's been told there's a danger none of the paparazzi who pursued her will give evidence. The coroner has no powers under UK law to make anyone outside the country give their version of events. A convicted paedophile starting a life sentence tonight for killing his girlfriend and burying her in a cellar where she lay undetected for eight years. But following Frederick Lawler's conviction for murdering Dorothy Carr, police have promised to investigate a missing persons report that could have led to his capture four years before and could have avoided the sexual abuse of a 13-year-old girl. Sports and in the Carling Cup tonight, Coventry are hosting West Ham. They're 45 minutes in and it's currently nil-nil. Showbiz, opera star Russell Watson's due to be discharged from hospital tomorrow after making good progress following an op for a brain tumour. 40-year-old Watson had a three-hour operation on the tumour on Thursday. He had been due to perform at Wembley Stadium on Sunday. Travel-wise, Ducks Hill Road and Rice Slip is closed both ways between Northgate and Breakspear Road because of a crash. And London's weather, a fine evening, clear tonight, lows down to 4 Celsius, perhaps a touch of mist in places, though. Uh, highs of 17 Celsius on the way tomorrow. This is LBC. We'll show you something beautiful. We'll show you Cyprus and the Greek islands. Your new home. At Cybarco, we offer a wide range of properties. From comfortable residential homes to exclusively designed holiday homes and even prestigious golf resort properties, let Cybarco make your dream home a reality. Talk to us on Saturday the 3rd of November at the Comfort Hotel, Holywell Hill, St Albans, and Sunday the 4th at the Hilton Hotel, Seven Hills Road, Cobham, from 10 till 5. Cybarco, beautiful homes in beautiful locations. LBC 97.3 Ian Lee's Good Evening 0845 6060973 Plenty of stuff on the go, we'll have a recap in a minute Let's dive straight in though, first of all, let's go to Bob Hello Bob Hi Ian, you alright? Oh, it's Bob in Crouch End How you doing? I'm, I'm very well, do you know the Cavalier? I know the guy, uh, yeah, I've seen him a couple of times But there's also another guy in Crouch End who, um Have you seen this guy who sweeps the streets at, at night time, like from 8 o'clock? Until about one in the morning. No. Even, even though you know they're only sweeping, he's got nothing to do with the council. He, he's a he, him, he's a normal bloke that sweeps the streets between eight o'clock and one o'clock at night time. He uh, yeah, he carries only around his own rubbish, his broom. He's got a yellow jacket and rubber gloves, and he just stands there 
drops his rubbish, starts sweeping it up. Uh, it's his own rubbish? You haven't seen him, because he's there every single night. I have not seen him. Whereabouts in Crouch End? Uh, on the Broadway. I'm going uh, down there tonight. I'm going there tonight. Like, yeah, yeah, he'll be there. I've seen him already tonight. I've never seen this fella before. And it's his... the, uh, the 50p guy? Yeah, yeah. He says, give me 50p, give me 50p. He doesn't yeah. say, can I have 50p? Oh, you're right, he does. He's giving me 50p. Have you ever seen him in, Crow in um, KFC? Go in there as well, because he also uh, says, give me Diet Coke, give me Diet Coke. Give me Diet... Hey, have you... S there's a post around here for, for Coca-Cola, <laughs> which is a perfectly fine drink. Yeah. And there's new Diet Coke with added vitamins. And there's another one, Diet Coke with uh, added antioxidants. What? Why would you buy a Coke with vitamins in? Yeah, I think I saw that one with, uh, but... Because I, I noticed it because Bob, well, Bob Hoskins lives there, doesn't he? What? Bob Hoskins? Yeah. Never where? seen him in the hell. But where does Bob Hoskins live? In N10. The, in Muswell Hill? Yeah, didn't you know? Bob Hoskins been lives... living there? I've been living there for six years. You must know the lady with the, uh, six fingers on the Colney house. Oh, yeah, I've seen her. I've seen the lady with the six fingers, yes, yes. She paints her uh, little finger, doesn't she? She paints the fingernail of her of her sixth finger. I thought it was quite sexy. Uh, I, I'm aware of that lady, it, and it's hard. And you know, fair play. You know, she, she, all of God's children. It's hard not to stare at that finger, isn't it? Uh, I, I have a friend. My friend Mackenzie can't be served by her because it, it upsets him so much. Yeah, well, nice to speak to you. You got a nice show. Thank so, you, Bob. Cheers for that. Bye bye, Bob. Oh, he, was, he was keen to, to go there. Bob Hoskins does not live in Muswell Hill. Maybe that was Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins talks like that. Give me the money, you tart. He talks like that, so no, that wasn't Bob. Unless it was Bob Hoskins doing the acting, because he can do the act. He's an actor, isn't he? So he can, uh... Mm, he can do all that. Um, Stuart is in Bethnal Green. Hi, uh, how you going, Ian? I'm all right, thank you, sir. What can I do for you? Good stuff. Uh, just first, first thing, uh, bus conductors. We used to have a, a nightmare bus conductor in Bethnal Green. Well, how, how long ago was that? We haven't had bus conductors for 15 years. Well, it's, it's a while. I'm getting old now. But he used to, uh, he used to collect the child fares and he used to take great pleasure in uh, waiting for you to go. Because we lived on the border of Zone 1 and Zone 2. So we'd yeah. go from Zone 1 into Zone 2. Yeah. And as soon as we crossed the border, as we called it, at Brick Lane, he would fly up those stairs and then collect the outstanding amount due, which was normally about three and a half pence. Jesus, but, this this is from. This is a story from 1875. Well, I know, but it gets. How old are you? Well, I'm, I'm 33 now. I'm the same age as Jesus when he died. Oh I yeah, when he just died. Yeah. But uh, I've got my own back on him. I ended up dating his niece, and uh, we got married, and we're expecting our first baby. Yeah, so. that'll learn him. That'll <laughs> learn him, Stuart. I've got one more for you. Ian. You, you I... taught him a lesson. You married <laughs> his niece and, and got her pregnant. Yes, exactly. Stuart. But, but uh, I've got another one. Uh, uh, my mate nicked a bus. Oh, for God's sakes, go on. No, we, we, we was about nine or ten years old. We went to Hague Street Primary School and we had a meet the Met, meet the uh, emergency services day at Oh, they were Green, good. Uh, they were good, that. We used to have the fire brigade come to our school when I was about uh, ten. Well, they were fantastic. And yeah. this one, they had one of the new Metro Camel uh, double-decker buses, the one that replaced the Roadmaster. Yeah. Anyway, so they're letting you sit in the driving seat, muck about with a steering wheel. And my yeah. mate Paul, who was a bit of a, you know... He was gifted, okay. say. He was gifted, he lives, right, OK. He, he lives in Norfolk now. So I don't know where he's like, going with it. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's seen the automatic start button, pressed it, and drove, oh. <laughs> drove it towards a, a fire engine with a couple of coppers standing there watching. Fantastic. What a way to... And he, I assume someone... What, did someone jump on and, and slap him down? Absolutely. They, they restrained him very quickly. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> restrained him. Stuart, listen, mate, thank you for that. Cheers, mate. Cheers for that. There we go. We're, we're asking, have you ever been on a bus? Uh, and the bus, either the bus driver has left, got off the bus, uh, or you've been kicked off the bus. Alex, what was your, do your story about the, the, um, the, the tram in America. This is brilliant. 
Oh, when I lived in uh, Philadelphia. All right, you uh, lived in a foreign country. Well, you yeah, show, you um, show off about it, didn't he? Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's where I was. Why? Because uh, I was love. bored. Love. Okay, it was for yeah. love. It was for love. Um, and there was a tram or trolley, as they call it, that run ran right past my house. So I got on, and it went about one street, and then it's just stopped. Yeah. And the driver got off, r- walked across the road Brilliant. into the shop gone for about three minutes everyone just sat there complete silent didn't say anything and he came back with a beer got back on and got, drove off again. now you've got to respect the thing yeah. is you can't crash trams because they, they they go straight yeah and the, and the thing is the traffic has to wait while yeah. the tram's sitting there the train so there's has... a whole big line of cars oh, waiting for him to come back out of the shop fantastic they should bring back trams here i'd love i'd love to have trams trams everywhere i was on a bus where oh yeah anyway we've had an, was it is it a good story or, or not worth bothering it's probably not worth bothering. Okie dokie. We've got an email from um, uh, John in Nova Scotia. A taxi driver once asked me to run into a local hardware store and buy engine oil. He didn't think we'd make it to our destination. I hate it when cab drivers get out of the cabs. I have that a lot. Not black cab drivers. Mini cab drivers. So many times they fill up with petrol. Do you mind if I just fill up the petrol, mate? Um, yeah, I, I do actually, because I've booked you to take me to an airport to get a plane! What what I do what I do is when they uh, I've done it I've done it twice is when they uh, they go out and, and go into the, the the petrol station I, I I dick around on the walkie-talkie and I start swearing on the walkie-talkie that's that's what I do and that that learns them a lesson. How do you put your hand through that screen? No, it's not a black cab; it's a mini cab. They don't have screens, don't they? Jesus. What do you say on the on the walkie-talkie? I can't say it on the radio. Just just swears or question, I question the driver's sexuality. You know, stuff like that. I do, I, I do stuff like that. Stuff that isn't big, it isn't clever, but it certainly keeps me um, entertained. 0845 6060 uh, We're also asking, have you ever followed somebody? Uh, why? And uh, how did you hide? We've, we've had Dion, who used to be a spy. Uh, uh, used to be a spy. We've had his three top tips for uh, uh, avoiding uh, being caught when you were following someone. The first one was to dress like a hippie backpacker to do not wear a suit number three act drunk so if you've ever followed someone 0845 6060 973 we're talking about the Crouch End Cavalier the East Finchley Cowboy um, oh and uh, have you ever shown off your body and uh, we're also asking the most inappropriate time you've loved there we go you see Gary's in Sutton hello Gary hello how are you now, I'm alright thank you good um, talk about nutters dressing as Nutters. Yes. And um, there's a guy I've seen. Not in... to can I just say, by the way, I'm not saying that this cowboy, this cavalier, are nutters in any way whatsoever. Of course, of course not. They're, they're um, all free choice. Yes. There's a guy I've seen walking around near me who dresses like Merlin. Oh God! Please, he, so he's got he, a big pointy hat, has he? No, he's oh. got a full-length velvet cape with a hood. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got a beard, a moustache. He wears the tights. He wears not quite. Pointy, you know, curly toed shoes, but pointy toed shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got a big staff with a bone. Well, it looks like it's less a carved wooden dragon's head on it. Oh God! And he's got a dog. Oh, he's got God. a Jack Russell. Oh, he's got. Of course, the most mystical of all the breeds of dog yeah. is the tiny Jack Russell. Yeah. And does he does he like cast incantations or anything like that? He just shuffles around, expecting people to get out of his way. Uh well, and of course he can probably make them move out of his he way. Probably, yeah, exactly. With his mind yeah. spells. Uh, fruitcake, is he? Oh, I'm sure he's a nut job. Yeah. Okay, Gary, thank you for that. Cheers, Cheers fellow. We, we are asking for. Um, I'm sure these people are not mental. I'm sure they're they're you know doing what they. 
they're I- expressing themselves in their own unique and individual way, which is every person's right. Uh, but yeah, people that dress like other people uh, in your area, oh eight four five six oh six oh nine. So this, they got the footage of this banquet, this state banquet on Sky. When did they start showing? Banquets on on Sky News. They've been having it on there for like the last twenty minutes. It's we've just seen a lot of old toffs uh, uh, arriving. I'm assuming it's at Buckingham Palaces. I don't know. When do they start showing banquets on telly? I don't know, but you can start voting them off then one by one. Oh, can you? Okay, I'm going to vote that old lady off with the crown. Uh, anonymous. Hello. Hello, anonymous in Carshalton. Yes. Yes. What can I do for you, anonymous? Um, I I went into a competition a couple of years back to show off the body. Okay. It was I recognise I recognise this voice. It's Anthony in the Hoddesdon, isn't it? No. Oh, okay. It's not okay. Right. Basically, it was a competition a few years back for. Um, uh, it was a nudist camp for Mister Universe. A nudist camp for Mister Universe. Okay. Yes. And I came second. Oh, okay. So, what does that make you, Mister Solar System, or something? <laughs> Actually, no. Sorry, it wasn't um, Mister Universe. It was uh, I've forgotten the name of it now. But why yeah, were you? Made... But why were you at a nudist camp? <laughs> well, it was uh, it was a good few years ago. That and I sort of entered the competition as a kind of a joke thing. But so you had to. What did you? Have, what do you have to do? Well, you get up on stage in front of uh, a load of people, yes. and they judge you um, in the nude. They judge you in the nude. I can't think yeah. of a, a, I can't think of a more terrifying sentence than they judge you in the nude. Yep. Well, uh, being a naturist club, yeah. But but they? why? But you still you still answer the question. Why did you go to a naturist club? Well, why not? Well, why? Because I tell you why not. Because you're not allowed to wear clothes there, and everyone who does go is old and flabby. Not in this place. Really? Yeah. But you're not going to get any action, though, are you? No, not really. But it depends. I mean, it's. It, it's the human body in, in all its form. Oh yeah, in all its form. And there's what it what, what it means from the documentaries I've seen. Fat, flabby old women. <laughs> we obviously seen the wrong places. But I think I have seen the wrong places. Then you're yeah. t- you're saying it's worth it, is it? Oh, definitely. I just definitely, want... I mean I don't do it anymore, but it's definitely worth it. Why don't you do it anymore? Have you have, 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 have things changed? Have things moved? <laughs> Gravity's taking its toll. Yeah. Well, oh really? But the gravity taking its toll is good for a man. It's not so good for a woman. Uh, yeah. Uh, Anonymous, w- 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 did you go with your missus or did you go on your own? I went on my own with uh, a few other people as well, but that was... No, hang on. Off. Hang on. You went on your own with a few yeah. other people? <laughs> who, who, who other people? Um, just some friends and... Don't say your mates. It wasn't your mates. No. Not, not close mates, but just mates in general. No. No, I'm not having, I'm not having this. You're not get, you're not skirting around this, Anonymous. Who did you go? Who did you go on holiday with to a nudist camp? Oh, it was in England. Right. Who did you go with though? You you just say it was mates, but not close mates. Who? How did you know them? Um. Long story. Right. I've got time. Go on. <laughs> Have you got to go to the news or anything? No. Nope. Oh, um. It was just people I knew back then. From where? Um. School, college. Uh... You went to a nudist camp with people that you'd been to school with. If, it, it, you know, if, if Jeremy Kyle was here uh, and he'd, he'd just been handed the results of the all-important lie detector test, uh, in his head it'll be going... I actually went on the Jeremy Kyle show. Oh! You are... No, you I are... wasn't on it, I was in the audience. Right. So, it was when it first started, I was on about the 
third or fourth show. I don't. Do you know? And I'm going to let you. I don't. I do not believe a word that man has just told me in the last four minutes. I do not believe. Oh, he went to a new discount with his with his schoolmates. Believe Alex and Chris. Don't take this the wrong way. I would not go to a new discount with either of you. And I'm sure you embrace that sentiment wholeheartedly. Wouldn't do it. Oh, shall I cancel the booking I made today then? Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, let's have a talk about it during the travel. Okay. Oh, eight four five. Six oh six oh nine seven three. I'm I'm not uh, nudist camps. I don't. Um, it's not sexy. It's not sexy at all. You, if you can prove me wrong, give me a call. Uh, we'll speak to Mike in the Malden after this. Karen, you're a bit of a swinger. You must have been to a nudist camp. I uh, no. I've probably done everything but for that. Really, you've done everything. <laughs> everything but. I've never been to a nudist camp. No, no, no. Let's just say, uh, Karen Mercer has done everything <laughs> but go to a nudist camp. Just yeah. Like, well, what other things are there? Sw- well, swinging, S and M, bondage. Swinging. Have I done swinging? What's that exactly? Well, I've done that. Like you know, when you go to the playground and go on a swing. There we go. Let's have the travel, please. In the centre of town, Southampton Row is solid because works on the Kingsway. And in Westminster, there's some fuel that's been spilt on Millbank at Horse Ferry Road. So take care. It's on both sides of the roads. Victoria Embankment, that's slow northbound from Parliament Square to Northumberland Avenue because of some works. And there are also some works on Upper Thames Street. The inside lane is blocked as you head away from town. And they're going to stay there until around 11 o'clock tonight. In the new cross area, the A2 is down to just one lane as you head out of town. And there is a slow traffic from Kenda Street, it's because of roadworks. Temporary traffic lights in Dulwich on the South Circular at the Grove Junction are causing eastbound queues and the A21 Tunbridge Bypass, that's slow in both directions between Tunbridge and Tunbridge Wells. For the tubes, we're just hearing that Southwark Station has closed on the Jubilee Line because of an incident and there are delays on the Bakerloo Line. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 30 minutes. Nick Ferraria Breakfast. Mohammed is an ealing. First time caller to yourself. LBC stands also for Lebanese Broadcasting Channel, which is one of my favourite TV channels. When I saw it on the radio, I was like, that's a bit weird, they came to London. Would you prefer it if this was the Lebanese Broadcasting Channel? No, well, they're a bit boring. <laughs> they're a bit boring. Am I more interesting than the Lebanese Broadcasting Company? Yeah. Nick Ferrari at breakfast, weekday mornings from 7 on LBC. That's London's biggest conversation. Not the Lebanese broadcasting channel. Tom, you're through to Does It Work For You? What are you hoping for? A few hundred pounds. OK, let's see. Uh, just three questions. One, are you aged 25 or over? 35, yeah. Great. Two, do you work over 30 hours a week? Yes. OK, three, do you earn less than £11,700 a year or 16300 with a partner? 9000 yeah. So you could be entitled to over a £1,000 a year. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It's OK, Tom. It's just what you're entitled to. Say yes to these three questions and you could get extra money through working tax credit. Call Revenue and Customs on 0845 302 1415 or go to direct.gov.uk slash does it work for you. LBC 97.3. Ian, Ian Lee's Good evening. Yes, yes, yes. 0845 is the phone number to call if you want to come on the air. Mike is in the Malden. Hello, Mike. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing, mate? All right. I'm fine, thank you, sir. Good, good. Um, really, like, trying to get back to your naked, inappropriate naked sessions. Uh, ever, ever shown off your body? Yeah. Um, I, would, I was about 13, 14 years old, and, uh, I went away on a family holiday. Yes. Uh, like aunties, uncles, uh, mum, dad, all the rest of it. Yeah, the family, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. to Portugal. 
And um, we went on one of these boat rides, looking around different rocks that looked like different things. What do you mean? Look, what do you mean? Look like different things? Look like well, what? Rocks? Well, you no, know, you like you get these like uh, obviously from <laughs> weathering and all the rest of it. You get, uh, get things that look like King Kong and. There's not what. Where is there a rock that looks like King Kong? No, no, honestly, I'm not lying. There is not a rock that looks like King no, Kong. No, Portugal. Honestly, they've got this. Hang on, right? Hang on, right? I'm going to go on Google. Hang on, let me get right. Let's go to uh, Portugal. Uh, rock King Kong. Let's uh, see. It's a little look here. Oh no! Yeah, fair play. There's a rock that looks like King Kong. I do apologise. Wait, car- <laughs> carry on with the story. Sorry about that. Anyway, as as I'm not lying, um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. So we was on this boat ride. So we've got like one set of family on one side, and the rest of his family on the, like, on, the, on the other boat. Yeah. And then, um, as a giggle, like being young and immature, as it were, I um, I mooned the other boat. Okay. Yeah. Fair play. We've all we've all done. Do, yeah, we, do people still do moons anymore? I don't think they do. I bet I bet you could probably go to prison for a moon now. Oh, uh, I still do. Uh, I'm 25 years old and I'm still mooning. Oh, so, um, <laughs> oh God, I haven't done one. For, I've, I've, I haven't done one for years. Anyway, go on. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we done it and like we all laughed. Everyone looked and it was funny and it was all good giggle. But then, like the boat driver, he spoke barely English, uh, barely any English, and uh, he started grabbing at my shorts. Oh, I bet he did. Yeah, they like that over there in Portugal. They love a bit of that. Yes. Do it again. Do it again. And you're like, um, Mum, help me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's um. Hey, oh Christ! It's all. Well, start off as an amusing story. Yeah, no, 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 no. A real yeah. dark turn. Uh, oh, oh, nothing. Quick, another thing before I go. <laughs> yes. Uh, your man. He sounds like um a Dalek. Who does? Your uh, what's his name? He's got a concert coming up. Oh, ba- Barry. Yeah, he sounds proper like a Dalek. He does, doesn't he? he sounds like a silly old duffer. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of, of, of maybe only letting him come on once a week because he's hard work when he comes. Oh, he on. makes me laugh. I've got to say, he, he he probably pipes up the show. He pipes up the show. <laughs> well, in, obviously Mike, you make it. You make the show. Mike, but... can I ask you? <laughs> are, are you bearing your backside now? No, I'm not at the moment. Good lad. Well done. Thank you for that, Mike. <laughs> Shalom, mate. Uh, bye. I don't. I don't think people do moons anymore. Really, I think it's uh, uh, it, it, it's kind of died a death. So nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? You must have done it in your time, Chris. In the 90s? Yeah, okay, in the 90s, okay. Dave! Hello, mate. Hello, Dave. What can I do for you? I have a story on buses. Oh, yeah. Well, do you remember the uh, mid-80s snooker world championship between Dennis Taylor and uh, Steve Davis? I do, I do remember it, yes. I wonder where that sentence was going, and I was about to poo-poo you, but no, I do remember it, yes. Well, I was barman in a pub, and I would finish the session, I got the bus home. Yeah. So, I was the only customer on the bus, I was chatting to the bus driver and uh, he stopped the bus in the high street yeah. we jumped out of the television shop yeah. and we watched the next frame oh. watching it in the window well done well done you sir that, that, that is a rare moment of male bonding that's that was genius <laughs> that, what a beautiful beautiful moment and you just stood there watching a frame of snooker in a shop window yeah I love it's it the last bus at night on a Sunday night and... couldn't do it now Dave you'd be stabbed you'd be shot in the back of the head now Dave if you tried that I know, but just hearing some of your other stories, I thought I've got to share that, that one. Is, yeah. Dave, that is brilliant. Thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers fellas. There we go. That is, what a beautiful moment, that. The two fellas, two lonely gentlemen. One's maybe had a few beers, one's a passenger on a bus. I'm joking. Uh, and they, they stop, they get off, they go and watch a frame of snooker through Rumbelow's window. What, what, a, what a, a, a perfect moment from the mid-1980s there. Ronnie! Hello. Hello, Ronnie. How you doing? Yeah, I'm, go- I'm excellent. Do you want 
jolly good. A couple yes. of things. Yes. Uh, the first one is there's a, there's a man who lives in my road. I live in I, I live on the t- uh, tip end of Bethnal Green and Shoreditch. Okay. And um, when I first moved when I first moved into the buildings, I used to see this guy go running in the morning, and he used to have a shield and a spear, and he was dressed like a Zulu. That was I'm, a Zulu I'm dead Oh, God. I'm deadly, deadly serious. This guy used to run... And he had an old dog that used to follow him around. Yes. And then later on in the day, you'd see him dressed totally different with the bike in a basket on the back of the bike. Yeah. I mean, it is, this guy is... I mean, he's quite a nice... He's actually quite a nice fella, you know. Oh, I'm like, sure he is. But he's just quite strange, you know. Well, he dresses like... He goes running like a Zulu. Okay, with no shoes on. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm serious. This guy runs around like a... I mean... You know, he's, he's harmless, you know, but he, he but he runs everywhere. You never see him walking. He's always running. I love it. You know, uh, well, you know, I do. I think it's quite, it's quite endearing when you open your blinds at 8 o'clock in the morning and you see a Zulu running across the car park right past, past your Astra. Genius. He's, <laughs> he's on, well, so far, we've got an East Finchley cowboy, a Crouchen Cavalier, and a Bethnal Green Zulu. Well, yeah, the other thing about Bethnal Green is you're talking about mooning. Quite yeah. recently, I was painting ceiling in my friend's shop on... Uh, you were doing what, sorry? I was painting my friend's ceiling okay. in his shop yeah. on Hackney Road. Yeah. The traffic was really bad, so I undone the top of my jeans and dropped and dropped my jeans down so they was at the bottom of my backside and I was mooning in the traffic, as you know, with my back to the window. Well, you did de- what? Deliberately? <laughs> yeah. What? Why were you doing that? You're you're weirder than the Zulu guy. For a laugh, for a laugh, you know. There was a there was a bus full of people sitting the other side, and I was painting the ceiling with my backside show, and it was quite funny. You were doing it because yeah. you're a sexual deviant. I tell you what. Sometimes well, yeah. I, my my flat. If a double decker bus goes past my flat. Uh, they can see into my living room. And many, many occasions, I've had to go... In, uh, well, I've not had to, but I've gone into my living room completely naked, just because the curtains are open, just because I've been, you know, doing whatever, and I want to get a book or a, a CD or something to take back upstairs. And so I have this little dance where I go in, I sort of crawl <laughs> along the floor, pick up a cushion off the settee, put it over my ding-dang, get what I need, then run out. But a number of times, people have glimpsed in and have seen me completely in the nude in my flat. It's the same. I live, I, live on the, I live on the flower market, and on a Sunday, my, my bedroom window, my balcony, people can see straight in. Ooh, yeah. So on a Sunday morning, when I raise the blind, normally, you know, I, I, I sleep naked. If I raise the blind, there's Good normally man. people outside looking at my flat where my... I've got plants on my balcony and it's quite... Looking at your flat what? I'll leave it there, Ronnie. Thank you very much for that. Good lad, there we go. Oh, it's 0845 Have you ever uh, uh, shown off your body? Uh, we'll speak to Chris in Cambridge after this. I always use my mirror when I'm driving. Otherwise I get lipstick everywhere. I'm a busy woman. I'm already late for a meeting and I have to look my best. You might say I'm an accident waiting to happen. And when it does, you should call BGR Bloomer Solicitors. Because if you're injured in a traffic accident and it's not your fault, you could get compensation. With BGR Bloomer, you talk directly to a solicitor and their service is completely free because they're paid by the insurers of the person who caused the accident. BGR Bloomer, 0800 1 Because when I pull out from a junction, I always look fantastic. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Yes, Chris. Hello, mate. Hello, boss. All right. Yeah, I drive buses quite regularly in Cambridge. Yep. Saturday nights normally. We yep. all stop over outside the McDonald's drive-thru. Hold most of the bus gets off with all the drinkers. We, you know, have McDonald's and stuff like that. Well, hang on, so you got passengers on? Yeah. Well, you, you, you can't drive the bus through the drive-thru, though, no, can you? No, 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 obviously. Obviously, we don't drive through. That would, be, that, would be a, that would be a beautiful, beautiful sight to see a bus going through a drive-thru. I would, I would <laughs> love that. But so, it, it would be amazing, but yeah, most, on a Friday night, going out, and uh, we pass the old McDonald's drive-thrus, pull over next to it, have the lights on, 
about five of us all run across, get a nice McDonald's meal, you know, after you had a few drinks, most of them like eating. Yeah, does anyone say, Oi, get, get back in the bloody bus and take me home? No, no, it's funny, most of them will even buy me a burger or something. Oh, you get a free burger? Yeah. Uh, Chris, I'm going to ask you a question. Are you a bit of a fatty? Is there a little bit of no, a belly? No. Is there a belly developing down in downstairs, Chris? Uh, no, but most bus drivers, yeah, but I'm working mine off down the gym. Okay, well, make sure you do. Well, that's, what, what a fantastic... Hey, if a pregnant woman got on your bus with a fiver, would you let her on? If she gave me a kiss, yeah. Oh, you pervert. You can't, you can't say that. Thank you, sir. It turns out that not all bus drivers are evil. But, well, he is a bit pervy. If she gave me a kiss. She's pregnant. She's not going to be interested in... Uh, Shenanigans. Oh, dear. Is it nearly ten o'clock? Oh, it's only nine! God, flipping it. Jason. Oh, hello. Oh, yes. Hi, good evening. Yes, good evening. I'm struggling from that time zone lapse as well. What time zone lapse? Well, the the thing is... Yeah, it's... Oh, man. It's annoying, isn't it? It's like not remembering the correct LBC number. Although, I do like driving in at uh, five o'clock in the evening, and it's night time. I'd forgotten that, that it was like that in winter. It's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Jason. I just want to confirm something. Boop. Uh, when exactly did the King of Saudi Arabia call you up yesterday? Boop. Uh, it was about... Chris, was it about half nine? It was just after the half nine news, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it's just after half nine news. Was it the unofficial or the Boop. official one? It was the fellow who's with the Queen now. You're absolutely serious. Yes, I'm serious. We had uh, we had him on. No, it was in the first hour. What am I about? It was in the first hour. We had him on, and we had um, a, a human rights. Uh, we tried to get Peter Tatchell, but we couldn't get him in the end. Um, so we had a human rights person on the other line, and they had a bit of a ding dong. It was brilliant. I definitely have to get the podcast. Get the oh man, get the podcast. Get the podcast. It will blow your... Because people think, oh, oh, Ian Lee, it's children's LBC. You can't do... We can do... Listen, man, we can do serious stuff. We talked about addictions earlier on. We can do serious stuff on this show when we want to. Definitely. Also, want to talk about scanners at the airport. <laughs> I had a very, very interesting situation yesterday. Go on, then. Have I got time to talk about it, or the news is coming on? <laughs> you got a minute. Okay. Has anyone been through the new x-ray machine? The one where you they ask you to remove your belt, take your shoes off, and stand in a kind of we-will-rock-you pose? <laughs> Yeah, I have. Have you actually done it? No one, no one seems to know about it. Well, what do you mean the new one? There's one. Uh, what the one that you uh, did? How, what did you have to do? Did you take off your shoes? Oh no, it was just the one where you walk through the thing. But you no, t- I've taken my sho- a separate I've t- one. But I've taken my shoes and my belt off though. Boop. Yeah, but were you made to stand in, with your legs spread apart and then put, put your feet into these fossilized sort of footprints? No. And then put your arms raised to the ceiling? Boop. No. There's a new thing they're doing right now, and I wanted to know exactly what they want to scan by making you do that. Well, if anyone works for the uh, uh, airports, oh wait, four five six zero six zero nine zero three. What the hell is beep Jason banging on about? Excellent. Thank you, sir. Good night. Don't forget Fergie from the Black Eyed Pieces on tomorrow night. It's going to be one hell of a show. Uh, more of your calls after the latest LBC ninety seven point three news. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC
At nine, will any of the paparazzi turn up to give evidence at the inquest into the death of Diana, Princess of Wales? Life sentence for paedophile who killed his girlfriend and buried her in his cellar. And Ricky and Bianca are coming back to Albert Square. It's nine o'clock. I'm Katie Brethwick. The jury in the Diana, Princess of Wales inquest has been told there's a danger none of the paparazzi who pursued her to the scene of her death will give evidence. It's likely to be crucial in determining what caused the crash in the tunnel in Paris. The jury doesn't have to go to the High Court on the Strand tomorrow, while lawyers argue over what to do next. A convicted paedophile is beginning a life sentence for killing his girlfriend and burying her in a cellar. Frederick Lawler murdered Dorothy Carr in 1999 in Rochdale. Police are now investigating a missing persons report that could have led to his arrest and may have prevented him from going on to sexually abuse a 13-year-old girl. The Queen has hailed relations between Britain and Saudi Arabia in her speech at the state banquet in honour of King Abdullah. It's understood no alcohol was served at the lavish dinner and the menu's been prepared in a halal way for Her Majesty's Muslim guests. The main course at Buckingham Palace is noisette of venison with stuffed tomatoes and braised lettuce. A 15-year-old's been killed after a collision with a car embarking. Three teenage boys were seen running from a riverside footpath into London Road where the accident happened on Saturday night. All three were taken to the Royal London Hospital where Jason Jones later died. The other two, also believed to be 15, were treated and released. Six babies in a hospital neonatal unit have tested positive for MRSA, it's emerged. Leeds General Infirmary says they were placed in isolation as a precaution. Hospital bosses say the presence of the superbug on the children doesn't mean they've been infected. In sports, West Ham are looking to avoid a Carling Cup upset this evening. They've gone to championship side Coventry in the fourth round. Kickoff was at 7.45. A short time ago, the scoreline was nil-nil. And Tottenham's new manager, Wande Ramon, won't be pushed into panic buys in the January transfer window. That's according to the director of football, Danielle Camoli. Ramos was introduced to the media at White Hart Lane this afternoon and will take charge of the team for the first time against Blackpool tomorrow. Camoli says they have other priorities right now. We've got a very talented squad, so he needs to look at it. But he knows the players and obviously he's happy with them. And also I think at the moment we just want to concentrate on getting some results rather than thinking about the future windows. And in showbiz, first Bianca, now Ricky Butcher is returning to EastEnders. Actor Sid Owen says he's over the moon. He's been asked to come back. Let's see how it's looking on the roads and the rails. Temporary lights in Dulwich on the South Circular at the Grove Tavern Junction. That's causing queues eastbound. And taking a look at London's weather. Fine and clear tonight for most places. Some cloud to the south of the river. This is LBC. It's 9.03. London's biggest conversation. LBC. LBC. Where does your front door lead? It could lead to this. Or even this. Good evening, sir, madam, your usual table on the terrace. You see, using the value of your home to finance your investments is just one of the strategies that's helped thousands of Inside Tracks customers build substantial property portfolios and create more than 200 property millionaires. To find out how, just call 0870 124 4613 to go to a free introductory workshop from Inside Track. It's the start of a program to help you get the best out of property, whether that's buy to let, buying a second home, or even a third. How to find them, how to finance them, buying off plan, how to negotiate discounts. Over 100,000 people have already attended free workshops from the UK's leading property education specialists. Join them and see how doors open for you. 
Book now. Call 0870 124 4613 or go to insidetrack.co.uk. You okay, number three? You took a nasty fall there. Oh, I don't think I'll be able to do this week's lotto. I'm, I'm seeing double. This Wednesday, it's a £10 million double lotto rollover. I, I can't feel my legs. That's because you haven't got any. You're a lottery ball. Games rules and procedures apply. Players must be 16 or over. Jackpot amount is an estimate. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good Evening. show Clyde Bull's on at 10 o'clock uh, good time to give us a phone call if you want 0845 well it's always a good time during the show you know what I mean it's a ridiculous thing to, of course it's a good time it's a phone in show that's what we do that's all we do is accept your phone call so of course it's a good time 0845 6060973 let's have a it's time for a recap ladies and gentlemen uh, we're, we're compiling a list of um, people who live in your area your local region uh, and dress bizarrely so far we have the East Finchley Cowboy the Crouch End Cavalier, and the Bethnal Green Zulu. I w- imagine those three having a, having a fight. Who would win? Well, the, the, uh, the, the Cowboy's got the gun, I suppose, but I reckon the Zulu would give them all a run for their money. Uh, so is there somebody uh, in your area... I'm not, I'm not, I don't want, you know, local fruitcakes and, and uh, mentals, but people who dress in a specific uh, style. Oh, and there was, a, the, there was the wizard, wasn't there? I can't remember where, where Merlin was. There was Merlin as well somewhere. Uh, 0845 Have you ever followed someone? We've not been mentioning that one as much recently. I've forgotten about that. It's uh, inspired by someone we saw in Jeremy Kyle who was following his girlfriend. And this girl will be at college and I might go, isn't that your, uh, isn't that your Steve behind that bin over there? Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a nutter. Uh, so have you ever followed someone? Why? Uh, and how did it go? Um, we're also... Oh, this stuff. We're also asking about this. The most inappropriate time you've laughed. There we go. Uh, and buses, uh, where the driver has got off or has kicked you off for some reason. Uh, 0845 If we get time, we might talk about cats in hotels, but first of all, let us go to Pat. Hello, Pat. Hi, Ian. Hello, okay. sir. Yeah, it's alright. What can I do for you? Um, I think my one will win in a fight. My weirdo... Oh, like... there we go. Okay. Go on. Right, there's a bloke. I've seen him around Camden... And he's got a motorbike. He dresses as a knight, right? A knight? So yeah, like a medieval knight. Oh. So he's got chain mail and, you know, the leather bits and pieces and yes. the big gloves. And he's got this motorbike that he's made into a dragon. Oh, God. But when he revs it up, there's yeah. a flame that comes out of the, the light, where the, yeah. above the light. Yeah. Have you seen I'm, that bloke? I bet that's legal. No, I've not seen... I've missed that bloke. I don't... Uh, I've, been honest, I've been to Camden for a long, long... You know, the Goth pub, what's just up from Camden... Um, I do know the golf club, um, because yeah. we talked about it the other, the, a while ago. I've been, I've been in there. 
yeah. I went in there once, right? I went in the goth pub on my own because I was going to make a mate of mine was playing um, in a band, and so I said I'd go along. And I regret. I, well, I didn't regret going. Well, no, I didn't regret going. But it took me. I had to walk past that pub fifteen times before I got the courage to go in. Everyone's dressed in like PVC and uh, you know all the goth gear, and I'm there in a pair of jeans, a white t-shirt, and a suit jacket. And I was, but you know, I, I had a great time in there, to be honest. I'm sure you did. Very nice. No, they're just normal people. And another thing, um, you're asking, has your bus driver ever stopped? Yeah. Um, I was in Malaysia. I don't know. I was uh, yeah doing a bit of travelling in Malaysia. Yeah. And about seven o'clock, the bus just stopped. The driver got out and uh, just went to have something to eat. It was uh, a Ramadan, so oh. I think that was his. Um, he was. He was. He was d- stopping the bus. Breaking fast. He was breaking fast, and therefore you were having to stop. Yep. So we just all sat on the bus, waiting for him to eat his food, and then um, he wasn't having McDonald's, yeah. was he? Like the other no, bus driver? No. A little. No. 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 Okay. Well, Pat, oh, listen. Yeah. Good stuff. All Cheers right, for mate. that. Right, there we go. We got so so far. We've got a Merlin. We've got the East Finchley Cowboy, the Crouch and Cavalier, the Bethnal Green Zulu, and the Camden Medieval Knight. That cut. I'm, I'm no expert on these matters. Having flames coming out of the lights of your motorbike that can't be legal, can it? I would have thought no. I, I'm not sure. I would have thought no. Chris, are these all the calls we've got, or, or have we got? Have you got any more written down? I got some more written down. How many? How many would you say you roughly got written down? Uh, one, two. Three. That's enough. As long, that's enough. We got. We're, we're fine then. Charlotte. Hello. Hello, Charlotte. Hello. What can I do for you? Okay. Well, number one. Yes. About the guys like before me. Yes. Okay. The dude who in Camden who wears the night clothes is yes. so cool. Have you seen him? Oh yeah, totally. And his, oh my god, his thing and it pumps fire. So cool. Also. Where, where whereabouts does he hang out in Camden? I, you know, I, I've just seen him like walk past the lock a couple of times. Okay. And there's another dude who who hangs out there called um, Prince Albert. Prince Albert. Well, that's where he calls himself, and you know he's got like hundreds of piercings on his face, and he wears like a leather loincloth. Okay, well, you're only fourteen, aren't you? So I, I can't tell you why he's called a Prince Albert, but okay. Oh, I, I know. No, 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 because he's got lots of tattoos. Because he's got lots of, of piercings. That's why. Yeah. Yes. Of course. But he, 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 he wears a leather loincloth. Are you swear? Oh my god! And you can get a picture with him. Oh no! Don't, Charlotte! Don't. I haven't, but he's don't. Like, he, he, he like, he like. Talks like really normally, like you'll walk past, yes. and then he's like this big weirdo, and then he's all like, "Okay, okay, well, Hello, uh, yes. how do you do?" And I'm like, "How do you do?" Yeah. Yes. Anything else? Oh, right. Well, you know about the bus thing. Yes. Okay. So today, my friend and I leaving school, and yes. we go up to the part of our school where everyone gets on the bus. Yes. And we walk up, and we've just made it in time to get our school bus. Yeah. But there's this man, and he controls all the buses, and he's called Tomer, and he's Israeli, and he thinks he's so cool, and he's like. Hello, are you so late? And we're like, um, sorry. And then we were uh, this close. Well, you can't see my hand, but we were so close to getting on the bus. And yes. then he goes, go on, leave. And that made me an hour late home. Oh, dear. Because I had to walk down to Kingsbury. Well, you should have got there quicker. <laughs> I'm on this fella's side. You should have got there earlier, Charlotte. Well, I was still on time. I was technically on time. I may well have been later than... Well, me. no, how can you be technically on time and late at the same time? No, Charlotte, no, I'm going to... No, goodbye. You need to learn some manners. I'm, I'm on this fellow's side. He sounds like he's doing a, a superb job. I, may, I was on time. I may have been technically late, but I was on... What does that mean? It's Tony P. Hello. Uh, right. Hello, Tony P. Yeah, no, I've delivered a parcel to a nudist camp. I used to work with parcel force. You... And there's a nudist camp in the back of Alpiton off of Seven Oaks Way in Kent. You did not have to take your kit off, did you? No, no. I was joking, no. Good lad, good lad. But I, but I first done it when it was winter, and all the boys in the office were going, oh, look, you're going to the nudist camp, you're going to the nudist camp. I didn't believe them. Yeah. Turned up in the winter, old girl, fully dressed. 
But oh, that was a nightmare. Disappointing. But well, yes. I, I bet that was better summer? though when you turned up in the summer. Oh, when I got the summer parcel and I was in my shorts and I knew it was going to be full up. Yeah. Couldn't wait all day. Yeah. Turned up the big gates, big gates open. Drove right up the big drive. <laughs> yeah, go on. Drove right up the big drive. Yeah. Looked through, peeped through the bushes as I was driving. Steady on. Bird and a geezer playing tennis, sparklers. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled up. Oh, girls, come out. <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> but no, sparklers. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, girl, didn't know where to look. Well, that, how, well, well I did. I could look anywhere I wanted. You want to see nothing? It's all hanging over the top. All right, steady. But th- that's the thing. People who go to new discounts but, are, are fat, right, old, and but, ugly. Lovely little girl, about twenty-four. All oh, right, yeah. And one of the old turned her back, bent over. No, she. Oh, steady on there. Oh, my life. All oh, right. My life. Oh, okay, well. And I've done two of your things tonight. I've followed someone else in followed that, that taxi in front. Incognito in the yeah. back of my cab, following him round London. Yeah. Got there, I said, where are you going? And I blew his cover. I pulled up to the next to the cab driver and said, where are we going, mate? He Is said, where are you going about? I said, I don't know, but he's in the back of my cab's following the bird in the front, in, <laughs> the bird in the back of yeah, your He's following, Tony, listen, i got to go, thank you for that. Did this little swear drop out then? Did it? I wasn't sure. I dumped it anyway, so it wouldn't have gone out. I couldn't quite tell. I, I, was, I was trigger happy, though. I was always, always... Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> always best to wear on the side of caution. Tony, if you didn't swear, then you have my sincerest apologies. If you did, well, it don't really matter, because we dumped it. Um, it don't, you know, it's all fine. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three is the telephone number, uh, if you want to give a score. I tell you what, I will mention this very briefly, because I was, uh, as I've said, I'm going to go to New York um, the week before Christmas, and do some Christmas shopping and thing, and go and see um, uh, Ronnie Spector. And other stuff, you know, who, who knows what else. I might go and see like, a bit of comedy or something. Anyway, we, I was looking at hotels with F- uh, Fandango. And uh, we were looking at re- ridiculously expensive hotels, just for a laugh. Just We looked at one hotel, it was $1,500. Do you check out the plaza? I've not finished the sentence. Oh. $1,500. A night. No, I didn't check out the plaza. What was the plaza? It's like the most famous hotel in New York Well, ever. it's not that famous. I've not heard of it. Oh, Alex, heard of the plaza? Nope. F- famous, isn't it, eh? Whoa, is that famous? Well that, that, famous. That 66% of the people you were speaking to have never heard of it. Oh. And we've been to New York. Have you been to New York? Never. Right, so you're talking about a famous hotel in New York, to a, a place that you've never been to before. Yeah, that's right. Right, so, uh, Alex, you've been to New York, haven't you? Yeah, that, lots of times. Yeah, I've been to New York lots of times, so probably we would know it if it was that famous. It's like... The biggest hotel there. You don't know. Have you ever been there? No. No. no Thank I you. I can't do my story now about uh, cats. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Speak to Mario and Hornsey after this. Having news, Cameron. In Westminster, St Margaret Street, Abingdon Street and Millbank are all closed for the state opening of Parliament preparations. You have got diversions via Broad Sanctuary, Victoria Street, Great Smith Street, Marsham Street and also Horse Ferry Road. There's a burst water main in Islington that suddenly sprung up on the A1 Upper Street as you head out of town. It's just before Highbury Corner and it's flooding on the uh, road. And there are works on Upper Thames Street. The inside lane is blocked as you head away from town. They're going to stay there until around 11 o'clock tonight. 
In New Cross, the A2 New Cross Road is down to one lane heading out of town at Clifton Rice. Traffic is slow as you head out of town from Kender Street. And there are temporary traffic lights in Dulwich on the South Circular at the Grove Tavern Junction and they're causing eastbound queues still. Now, if you're heading out onto the Tube, Southwark Station is closed because of an incident just outside the station. Bakerloo Line, that was running with delays, but it's all OK through there now. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 30 minutes. Wake up with Steve Allen. More on Gabby Logan. Oh, shut up, Gabby, for goodness sake, blimey. She appeared on television, she's done newspaper interviews. It's the only bit of publicity she's ever going to get. It's a game show. You weren't very good, you were voted off, admittedly, and I'd be the first one to admit that grinning geek Anton Dubake and the half-baked uh, Kate Garraway, who can't dance for toffee, you'd have more luck putting her on bloody roller skates. But it doesn't actually matter, does it? You know, if they're voted off, it's only a game show. Nobody gives a stuff about it. You know, your life's not going to change. Wake up with Steve Allen, Monday to Thursday mornings from 5, and at the weekend, join him for breakfast from 8 till 11. LBC 97.3. A full head of hair is part of what makes a man feel like a man, know what I mean? So when it starts to disappear, you, you can end up uh, losing your mojo and feeling a little bit, um, oh, oh dear. But Regain is clinically proven to help stop hair loss in 8 out of 10 cases. Visit Regain.co.uk or your local pharmacy for a product that can help you rediscover your shamalama ding-dong. Regain Hair for Life. Regain for Men contains minoxidil for hereditary hair loss requires continuous use. Oh, uh, always read the label. LBC 97.3 invites you to Seduced, the major new exhibition at Barbican Art Gallery. Seduced, Art and Sex from Antiquity to Now features 300 works by artists who've challenged sexual boundaries over 2,000 years. From early Roman marbles to 19th century photography to contemporary art. Seduced, provocative, seductive and occasionally explicit. Now on at Barbican Art Gallery, rated 18. For tickets, call 0845 120 or log on to lbc.co.uk. LBC 97.3 Ian Lee's Good Evening I'm, I'm challenging sexual boundaries with my art uh, Right, 0845 So anyway, looking at hotels <clears throat> And um, uh, like the, swank, really, the most expensive hotels Not going to can't afford to go there But we're just looking at them for love One hotel, I think it was the Mandarin Which is probably the most famous hotel in New York No, it's the Plaza Alex, you must have had the Mandarin Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the most famous, probably probably oh, the most famous, famous hotel in New York. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to New York, Chris? No. Well, shut up. Oh. And it says, <clears throat> it's, you know, this it's like eighteen hundred dollars a night or something obscene, but uh, it's a beautiful hotel. But you get, I guarantee, the hotel rooms will be quite small. They're all small in New York. The hotel rooms, tiny. Anyway, Mandarin Hotel. Scrolling down the the thing, it's uh, you, all the stuff you can do there. The Mandarin Hotel is pleased to announce it is happy to accept reservations. Oh, it's happy for you to bring along small dogs and cats. You're allowed to take your cat. This hotel is so posh. You are allowed to take your cat to stay with you. And I'm kind of thinking, well, you know, maybe, maybe it's worth. But then I thought, well, Velvet hasn't got a cat passport, and then she has to go to quarantine for six months, and it, you know, it it becomes a very lengthy process. But how cool would that be? taking your cat to a hotel but then you think well thing is cats always try uh, cats always run off a dog you can keep it on a lead and you can you know it'll, it will you know follow you around. a cat you're going to put it down the floor and when you take a cat to a new place for the first month two months it, it won't come out it'll hide so the cat is going to is going to go off and run off 
So the question is, and I expect no one to call in on this tonight. No one. Have you ever taken your cat to a, 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 away with you? I did what? I took my cat when I, one Christmas, when I, uh, uh, maybe the first year I had her. I took her to my mum's for, the, for Christmas w- a few days. And we didn't see her. For, we didn't see her for four days. She hid under, under the bed. Wouldn't come out. Wouldn't come out at all. Uh, but have you ever taken your cat away with you? And also, would you want... We'll get that mad Susie woman phoning in. Would you want to take your cat to a hotel? 0845 6060973. Them's the questions. Mario's in the haunted. Can you believe that, Mario? A hotel where you can take small dogs, fair enough, and cats... Well, only just about. It's a bit odd. It's ridiculous. Small dogs, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not that keen on taking to a hotel, but you can sort of understand that would be all right. A cat, though, that's just wrong. No, it wouldn't work. No, sir. Anyway, Mario, what can I do for you? I wanted to tell you about the Wolfman of Watt Tyler. Of Watt Tyler? Wolf, the Wolfman of Watt Tyler. Watt Tyler is a, is a building in, a, in the Campsbourne Estate in Hornsey. Right. And about 20 years ago, it turned out it was it was a guy dressed up in a furry suit yes. who, on full moons, used to climb onto the top of it and howl. Oh, sweet lord. Well, he's... Well, does he... I say, does he fit into the Merlin Cowboy Cavalier Zulu medieval knight? Yes, I suppose he does. Uh, is he still around? Well, he's... He, um, he used to scare people. He used to... They, they never found any uh, rope or whatever, but he used to... He used to be quite a physical guy because he used to climb down the side of the buildings and, and look in the windows and try and freak people out. Yeah. Uh, I never saw him myself. I heard him a few times when I was at, at my friend's house around there. Are you sure this isn't some legend? Like, they've got, they've got Sky News been showing pictures saying, is this Bigfoot? Well, no, it's not because Bigfoot, Sky News, does not exist. Uh, uh, it definitely, definitely okay. exists because one, one morning the police found him dead at the bottom of the oh, building because he'd obviously slipped. Yes fallen down and that was the end of the wolfman wow what a what an horrific oh i know what i should have been doing of course while you were while you were telling that story i should have um, been playing uh, should have had that sorry I'm, I'm i'm off the ball mario thank you for that you're welcome cheers fella there we go. let's have some of this anyway shall we because uh, we've just heard about the wolfman of watts tyler who fell to his death climbing down a wall wearing fur Look, Chris, can you... Now, I know you can do it without going downstairs. This is the message... Oh, there we go. This is the message from um, the budgie man. You know, I remember if you... Uh, I read out earlier on the message from my MySpace. Um, Ian, I messaged... This, is, this is, isn't from the budgie man. This is from Mark, who um, uh, was saying about it. Ian, I messaged you earlier on MySpace regarding a special one-off show for me on my birthday. I've attached the sound file of the, of the budgie man that he recorded wishing you well. He had a lot of good things to say about you, which I thought was nice. On the other hand, Simon Cowell may well be a monkey on his back. If you get him in again, make sure you don't mention the cow word, because it seems to bring back bad memories. Cowman auditioned to be on Britain's Got Talent. I think if Budgie Man were a younger man, he would have torn Cowell's head clean off his body. I present, at present, I think he'd just infect him with that hacking cough he has. In addition to his soundbite he recorded for you, I've given you a sound file for his cough. While I'm not that much of a fan of laughing at the afflicted, the sound fi- file is excellent. His coughing is so alarming, I've actually set it as my wake-up alarm on my mobile phone in the morning. Hence, 
Whenever I wake up from now on, it will be to the sound of the budgie man's lung disease. At present, I'm trying to upload a few shots of budgie man and myself, so make sure you don't have any ladies present. Okay. Uh, Binky Coxwain. Okay, right, brilliant. Well, yeah, well, well, well I'll, do, I'll, I'll play those tomorrow. We'll put those on the computer tomorrow and we'll, uh, we'll play um, the Budgie Man clips. I'll put that in there. Fantastic. Oh, I was watching the China Syndrome today. Why is it called China Syndrome? It's a good film, actually, but I fell asleep. It, is it China Syndrome or China Crisis? No, they were a band. It's, um, Jack Lemon works in, like, a nuclear factory. And he muffs it up, and there's like nuclear slips out or, or something. I fell asleep. Is it funny? No, it's tragic, terrible. What is funny is Michael Douglas is in it as a young man with long hair and a beard. He looks good. Swears, a well, he swears a lot, but the swears were dipped. They didn't even bleep them. They just dipped the swears out because it was like one o'clock in the afternoon. They can't do that. They dipped it out. They <gasps> didn't even do you mother fluffer. They they, they just dipped it. You mother bull. Just fluff. Just, just, uh, so it, it, why is it? I don't know why it's called the China syndrome. It's an odd name for a film. It's a good film though. Jane Fonda in it. John's in Craigsend. John, why is why is it called the China Syndrome? I'm uh, not too sure. Okay, well, what do you want? Uh, I've got a new job. What? I've got a new job. You what? I, I've got a new job. Yeah, turn your radio turn your radio off. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, turn your radio off. Off. Oh, completely off. Well, yeah, off. There's no, you can't have uh, degrees of off. There's off. Oh, why does it have to be off? Because there's a seven-second delay, and you are not stu you're not clever enough to be able to talk with it on at the same time. Oh, okay, I understand now. Yeah, I, I basically, I think. Be I quiet. Sorry. Okay, carry on. Okay. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, basically, you know, you're talking about these uh, mysterious people you got who you think wouldn't win in a fight. Yes. Well, I've, I I know someone who just suffers a clown with a chainsaw and chases a kid. Right. You don't, do you, John? I do. You, you, you do not know someone who dresses up as a clown with a chainsaw and chases kids? I do. You don't, do you, John? I do know someone. Why do you say I don't? Because you've just made that up. And if that person existed, he would be, he would be arrested. No, he wouldn't. He hasn't been caught. Well, he, he would if he dressed up as a clown and chased kids with a chainsaw. Yes, he would. No, if he gets away with it, then no one knows any different. John, you're an idiot. What? Jim's in Camberwell. Hello, Jim. Good evening. Good evening, <laughs> Jim. Oh. Evening. Evening, Jim. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what do you want? Evening. Yes, he was a, an idiot, wasn't he, that bloke? Uh, I, well, he got a bit... I wish I knew where he lived. I'd like to see a guy chase What, do you want to go out with him? No, you uh, don't. <laughs> anyway, what do you want? Well, what it is is... Uh, Ten years ago, I used to live in Holland, and we bunked school for the afternoon. So oh, yeah. oh, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. I'm thinking about my doorbell, when you gonna ring it, when you gonna ring it. Yep, go on. Anyway. You used so to we, live in Holland. And, uh, we were bunking school, so... <laughs> <laughs> I won't say... I'm thinking about my doorbell, when you gonna ring it, when you gonna ring it. So you used to live in Holland, and you bunked school? So we thought we'd go to the coffee shop. Oh, okay. And uh, I'd never done anything like this before, oh, and okay. it was these two kids who were always doing it all the time. So I sat with them on the stairs across yes. the road from school. Yes. And, like, there was a huge road and, like, a bike path, you know, for, like, bikes and stuff. A bike uh, path? What was it for? Bikes? <laughs> bi okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, and scooters and mopeds and, okay. like, these things called poof, which are, like... Uh, yeah, not what they are. 
Anyway. Yeah. What's with the doorbell thing? It's just a good song, isn't it? I'm not afraid for ages. Okay. How about this? Like a rhinestone cowboy. It's a bit Grand Theft Auto. Okay, we're, we're, get, we're running out of time, and I'm running right, out anyway, of anyway, to anyway. listen to this ridiculous story about a stoner, sorry, yes? Sorry, anyway, so we, we did what we did. We're going downstairs, we went around the corner of the block, and we were heading to school, Yes. and a friend Sally was slightly in front of us, about ten metres. Right. And uh, so we're walking... I already know what hear, my reaction to this story is going to be, but carry on. So we hear the sound of, like, a little pooky thing coming, and uh, yes. we think she knows it's there as well, she can hear it, and the bike path is approaching, and she just steps straight out into it, and she doesn't look or anything. Yes. And we all, like, scream in horror and react and throw our arms up, and the thing hits her, and yes. she hits the floor, and a trainer flies off, and the guy skids off the bike, but then he gets up and rushes towards us, and then everything seems all right, and we just start laughing and laughing. We you, shouldn't laugh. But, Jim, like... you were stoned. True. So, so <laughs> it, instantly, it doesn't count. I'm thinking about my doorbell when you're gonna ring it, when you're gonna ring it. We're asking for inappropriate laughter, but we're not asking for your stoned stories. Rory, very quickly, why is it called the China Syndrome? Oh, because, um, in the... If you did get a big nuclear disaster, it would go through oh, the earth and all the way to China. I, I'm from America to China, like a big hole in the earth, and that's why it's called the China Syndrome, because it would, the explosion would go all the way to China. You've answered it. Stay there. I want to talk to you after this. Order! Order! Can my right honourable friend confirm that the thrifty economic policies of the past regarding endowments will continue? When it comes to our endowment policies, we will always sell through AAP, not surrender, like other spendthrift parties have tended to do. So members can now look forward to an even bigger and better private bar. If you're thinking of surrendering an endowment policy, then you could budget for much more by selling through AAP. Call 08450731960. That's 08450731960. On 97.3 DAB and online, London's biggest conversation, LBC. It's 9.30. I'm Katie Brethwick. The jury in the inquest into the death of Diana, Princess of Wales, has been told it doesn't have to go to the High Court tomorrow. It's after it emerged there's a danger none of the paparazzi who pursued her to the scene of her death would give evidence. Lawyers must now decide what to do next. The UK is likely to get cash from Europe to help cover the cost of tackling the floods in the summer. A European Commission spokeswoman says they'll probably recommend the move later this month. The government's in line for a of up to about £200 million to offset the estimated £4 billion worth of uninsurable damage. The curtain's gone up at the official opening of the West End production of Hairspray. It's showing at the Shaftesbury Theatre and starts Michael Ball. The musical's set in the 1960s and follows teenager Tracy Turnblatt as she follows her dream to dance on a local TV talent show. In sports, it's nearly full-time at Coventry tonight. They're hosting West Ham. Jay Tab was the first to score for the home side in the 68th minute, closely followed by Marcus Hall own goal three minutes later, putting the scoreline at one all. And on the road, the M1's very slow into town at Junction 7. London's weather lows down to 4 Celsius, fine and clear. This is LBC, it's 9.31. Your toe gets all the attention when you've stubbed it on the door. You'll give your back a rest when it creaks and shrieks, I'm sore. 
Your head will thump and bang so you know it's feeling off. And your throat demands some care when it hacks and makes you cough. Your body likes to tell you when it's feeling on the blink. But often there are poorly parts that are quieter than you think. Your boobs don't like to create the fuss that other bits will make. But often it's the little signs that have everything at stake. Like a change in size or a change in shape or a rash across your breast. Just nip off to the doctor and put your mind at rest. Show your boobs some TLC. Touch, look for any changes, check anything unusual with your doctor. To find out more about the signs and symptoms of breast cancer, visit Breakthrough Breast Cancer at breakthrough.org.uk. Listen, I'm on the M6, hands free. Do you fancy going away this weekend? Just you and me? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah? Oh, great. I know a nice hotel. Modern rooms, power shower, continental breakfast. Travelling on business? Stay at Express by Holiday Inn and earn Priority Club reward points. Then treat someone with free nights at hotels worldwide. Don't worry, this one's on me. I'll let you pay for dinner. Turn reward points into brownie points. Book online at hiexpress.co.uk or call 0800 43 40 40. Conditions apply. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. 0845 It's a good film, The China Syndrome, isn't it, Rory? Uh, it is, yeah. I'd never seen it before. I, because I saw it in the radio times and I thought I must watch that because I once watched it at like four o'clock in the morning when I used to work in, um, in prison. PM. Oh. We used to have this big library of tapes of PMs. Oh. So. oh, you, 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 you used to watch the, the, the Turner Classic movies? Yeah, I used to work, work there and they had this big library. Wow. I shouldn't be saying this actually. Well, you're allowed to, you're allowed to watch well, their it's, films. It's kind of closed down now anyway. Has it? And, um, they had the library and the, the broke who ran it. He used to go down and say, all right, what do you want to watch tonight then? And he used to go down and go, we've got the China Syndrome or we've got like, Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, you don't want to watch Little Shop of Horrors. That's rubbish. Yeah, it is. Is it awful? But I fell asleep during that. Does Jack Lemmon turn out to be a good guy in the end? Oh, God. You don't, oh, um, no, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, don't, don't tell me that. Okay, because I watched the first hour, then I fell asleep. He is the good guy, but in... Okay, all right. Yeah. Does, he sacrifices himself, does he? Does he die? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say. Uh, all right, Jane Fonda though, eh? Cool, blimey. Uh, yeah, cool, blimey. Even Michael Douglas, eh? Cool, blimey. Yeah, yes, definitely. he looks great with that long hair and beard. He does with a camera on his shoulder. Yeah, I wish I looked like that with my camera. Yeah, well, exactly. You, you're not. Yes, I was gonna say you're not quite the the, the maverick that he is. The no. uh, I don't care. I want you to show it. All that kind of stuff that he <laughs> does. Now, speaking of which, uh, we watched the film that you made of us. Oh, good. Hmm. And did you like it? Well, what? No, we thought it was brilliant. We loved it. Okay. Uh, 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 of course, uh, we, and we knew that we would look really pretentious and ridiculous in our interviews because the, there's no way around it, and we do. But it's, we thought it was brilliant. And my, my, the, uh, what, the, there's a, my favourite bit is uh, Vinny talking about being a hero superfan. Oh, good. I am an official hero superfan <laughs> now. Uh, and there's another bit that really... Anyway, it's brilliant. When's it going to be up on the Channel 4 website? Oh, I, I, well, I sent it to them last week. And... Um, uh, I thought they normally update it on a Friday, but um, they, mm. I looked at it on Friday and there was some uh, documentary thing up there. But mm. Um, mm. obviously they're in a serious mode at the moment. So they are you sure you really work for Channel Four websites? Are you sure you're not just some bloke we've let into our lives and really you're you're <sighs> just a pervert? Well, I'm not. I would have to be Darren Brown or something if I was going to <laughs> manipulate my way into LBC. Yeah, you, you, you've, you've done it though. You've you filmed Chris and, and myself at our most intimate. <laughs> oh yeah, and Lady Alex wants to beat you up because you cut him out. I, I didn't call he him. He actually want. He said uh, he was. He's, he says he's got fists of fury and he oh, wants to beat you up. I'm sorry, I. 
Sorry. Alex, this is the fellow that cut you out of the, the film. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming round. He's, he's coming round, Rory. We, we, we have a term. We, we didn't cut you out. We just, we just um, didn't use the footage. But, but you're in it, though, and your good black shirt and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's working. That's not going to get you yeah, out of it. That's, that's, that's softening up, Rory. Well done. So, so, but, okay, so it'll be on this Friday, otherwise we're all going to come around and do you over. Well, go to Horse Free Road, don't come to me. Oh, I'm not going to that place again. <laughs> Rory, thank you for that. Okay. Well, and well done, it's, we, we love it, it's brilliant. Okay. Cheers, boss, see you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, it, it will be on the Channel 4 website at some point, and as soon as it is, uh, we will let you know. It's, it's very funny. It's kind of six minutes of sort of how the show's put together, sort of, uh, and, and Chris and I just looking like really, really pretentious. Well, the, um... The thing about speech radio is um, that I think that it's actually a really important uh, medium for uh, people. It's very funny. Habiba! Hello, Ian. Long uh, time. Long time. Long time. Yeah. Listen, what I'm going to say to you, uh, I've got a couple of things. Firstly... I need a haircut, but my, get this right. My, yes. my hairdresser, Joe, yes. at the lounge in Soho, mm-hmm. he was messing about on a scooter. Oh, he's hurt himself. He's, he's, he's broken his wrist. So he's out of action for two weeks. So my hair is all shaggy and, and long and thick and bushy. And hold on, like hold a... on, hold on. What wrist, though? Because he only needs the one that cuts the scissors to do it properly, and the other one, he only needs two fingers. No, no, you, you, need, you need two hands to cut hair, Abiba. Well, two fingers on, on one hand, and, yeah, a proper but hand. if he's got a broken wrist, then he can't use the two fingers, can he? Cause be, well, of course it's, it's all strapped up. It's an excuse to have two weeks off. Yeah, lazy, lazy so-and-so. If, if you broke your wrist, are you going to take two weeks off from LBC? Yeah, I would actually. I mean, you can't push buttons with one hand. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should yeah. break a wrist to get out of this crazy. No, yeah. I love it here. What am I talking we about? Love you. Anyway. Right. First thing first. We know Jeremy Carl is fantastic genius. on his show. The man's a genius. Yeah, but did you know that he's got a radio show? I well, did. He's been given a radio show. I did know this on on BBC or something, isn't it? Has it come out yet? Uh, I think it might have done. I'm sure and I spoke to someone what, who heard it. You, I didn't really like him when he was on the radio beforehand on, I, was it Capital or something? It, uh, I didn't like him, no. No, yeah. I was just wondering what your opinion would be on that. Now, what was the other thing I was going to say to you? Prince Albert, guess what? I had to pick one up the other day. Well, not me personally, but someone who works for the company. What? You have to we pick, had to, pick We up. had to pick up a person yeah. and, a, and a Prince Albert. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. it was quite distressing. It was our first one. Even in death, it's still, uh, I suppose in death, it's it's a more unpleasant sight than in life. I had a fellow once show me his. When I was doing Rise, this guy had all these um, uh, piercings, and uh, he said, oh, I'm going to go get a Prince Albert, and, and one even more intimate than that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He had one. He had one even more intimate than that. I, oh, I know where he had. Oh, well, when they're dead, though, Ian, okay, someone has to actually take he had it one out. Through, he had one through his buttocks. Join, oh, good jo- heavens joining above. his buttocks together. <laughs> what? Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> and he showed me. Oh, did you ask, though? I did, actually, yeah. I said, yeah, I've got, I've got to see that, man. Let's have a look at that. And he showed it to me. But when people with these intimate piercings pass, yes. someone has to take those intimate oh, piercings out. Can't you just leave them there? No, you can't. The more, usually it's the hospital where you die. They have to take it out, and it's taken down as property. So whether you die with earrings or a necklace or a watch or £3.50 in your pocket, it's all noted down and, and the undertaker yes. signs it and returns it back to the family. Yes. So you have no choice. So do bear this in mind. You have some intimate piercing and you know, maybe you should take them out like every night or something. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. You've actually frozen my... That and the half uh, second life on the screen have frozen my brain. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, it's leaving you thinking, is it? Nice, yes, it certainly is a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, good. Anything else? 
No, I'm going to let you go. Talk All right. to other callers, you're great. Thank See you. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Margo! Hello. Hello, Margo. Uh, not what I phoned up about, but I knew a bloke who... Um, not only claimed to have a Prince Albert, which I didn't see, but claimed to have lost it in action. <laughs> I, w- no, I wasn't expecting you to talk about that. It, oh, it, why? It, it, <laughs> well, you sound like a, 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 a proper lady. Uh, well, it, it lost it in action. Yeah. In the bedroom action. Yeah. No, okay, let's let's. Oh, okay, okay. Let's not go there. No, anymore. please, let's not. We have. Uh, no. yeah. I said for the cat. I, this is well. this is what I was expecting. Not not yes. <laughs> okay, let's. We'll go on then. Yes. Um, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't like to take a cat to a hotel, I have to say. It seems a strange thing to, to offer, a strange service to offer. Um, but, but when I was a kid, we used to take our, um, our cat on holiday with us. Uh, we used to go to one of the Scottish islands. Yeah. We did used to go to a different place, different house every year, so yeah. it wasn't that she was going to a familiar yeah. house. And uh, we would let her out of our basket. Yeah. And she would trot out the front door. No, you would. You should. But surely the cat's natural instinct is to try and get back home again. Well, I don't know. She would trot out the front door. Yeah. Have a wander round, come back in with a mouse. Yeah. Give it to my mum. Nice. And and that was the only hunting she did all year. How weird! Because I was thought, I was always led to believe that you're supposed to keep a cat in. You get take it to new house. You keep it indoors for three weeks. Absolutely. And then it then it it, it grounds itself. But that yeah. you you would just let it out and it would just come back. Well, I would say it wasn't me that was doing it, but it worked. Wow, I'm very surprised by that, Margot. Yeah, it worked for it worked for hours. Hmm. I wonder if I could lose my cat by doing that. <laughs> Margot, thank you for that. Okay. Bye. Cheers, my dears. Bye, bye. Uh, Josh. Good evening. Good evening. It's funny you mentioned about the uh, the hotel in New York because yeah. about three years ago I lived in a hotel in New York and for about four or five months and the team I was working with about three of the girls on the team had cats living in the hotel and that was quite a posh hotel, Eastgate Towers Hotel. Say that so I, I stopped for a second there, Josh, because. Uh, a guy called Russ has emailed in saying that that he has the same hairdresser as me, Joe. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, and this is when it took. Okay, the, the other people that use my hairdresser, Nick Abbott uses him. Uh, it, it turns out loads of people I know use this this hairdresser. Is he any good? He's rubbish. He's absolute rubbish. Why don't you do it yourself? No, he's he is brilliant, but I can't believe he's, he's broken his wrist. Well, Russ, there we go. Let me show. Right, sorry, Josh, I'm focusing now. Go on, sorry. So you're yeah, yes. Yeah. So I, I was in this hotel in New York. Yeah. I was living there for a summer. Living um, there. Yeah. I was working there for a summer. Okay. And the team I was working with, about two or three girls in the team, all had cats living yeah. in the room. In the dogs. hotel room. Yeah. And it's quite a posh hotel. And did the ho- the hotel were fine, or did they did did the girls have to keep them secret? No, no, they were quite they were quite cool with it. I mean, we booked about twenty rooms in the hotel. Okay, so there's a lot of money riding like, on this. Uh, there's a big plush hotel, Eastgate Towers. Oh. And uh, yeah, so they they didn't have much choice in it. They were happy enough with it. Is it now? There's a ch- I, I I I remember because well, I'm looking at hotels and they are expensive. I remember someone ages ago saying never book a hotel through the hotel website because it's it's more expensive that way. Yeah, if you ring them up, you're more likely to get a deal. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, whatever, whatever they're quoting on the website, if you ring them up, then they might have a deal going for that period you want to go anyway. Right. Or I, if you say to them, I'm, you know, I can, my dates are a bit flexible, then, yeah. So, can, can, what, so I can find out and say, what's, what's, what's the best offer you can give me? Exactly. And they'll, they'll, they'll make me an offer? 
Well, I'll either tell you two ways to go, or they'll make you not. See, I'm not very... Uh, if I were my mum, I would be able to do that, but I'm not very good at haggling or bartering or anything like that, so I'm... I'm no, uh, I wouldn't say you are, but... Uh, what? Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm rubbish. I, so I'm always tempted just to go... I'll just pay it. Whatever it is, just pay it. But if they, if they, they are very expensive, and if I want to get a nice one, I, I, I might have to... And you're probably paying a bit of the price for the flights, are you, at that time of year, so... Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's all good. There on. you go. Josh, thank you, sir. Have a good one. Good lad. Well, if, in the last 15 minutes of the show, if anyone knows uh, how I can get cheaper hotels, I'm not, not ridiculous. I don't want to stay in a dive. You know, I want to stay somewhere nice. The Hilton in Times Square is looking like the, 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 the favourite just because it, it's, it's small rooms, but it's. Um... It's going to cost you to phone up New York anyway, though. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's not going to cost me. Yeah, it's going to cost me, but not that much these days. It's Skype, isn't it? I do it on Skype. Free. Nice one. Um, but where, where's, where can I get a cheaper hotel? Because you, you never book, you're never supposed to book it through the, the, the hotel website, although that's why I always end up doing. So is there a website where I can go and get, uh, well, is, Vincent? Yes? Is there a website where I can get a cheaper hotel than going through the hotel website? Yeah, uh, have you uh, booked uh, your flight as well? Not yet, no. Well, what you can do is go to ebookers.com. Ebookers.com? Yeah, that way you can uh, book your flight and a hotel. Okay, well, I'll have a look at that, mate. Uh, and that'll definitely be cheaper than doing it individually, will it? Yes. Okay, well, thanks for calling. No, 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 wait, I've got something. Whoa. Well, you're, can you come back after the travel? Yeah. Okay, well, you sound a bit perky, you all right? Yes, I'm what, all right. What have you been doing today? Um, crying. What? What have you been doing today, crying? No, I've been, like, uh, sleeping, and, uh, that's it. Okay, good lad. Well, we'll find out what Vinny has called in for, uh, after this. The travel use now. The, it's um, Karen Mercer. Oh, let me finish. Let me, let me finish it. I've got to do. I've got to do your name. Otherwise, you lot get stroppy. We get emails. You didn't mention Alan Joyce's name. You didn't mention. Ka- so we've got to do it properly. But you said you get. You said that it, we, we get stroppy. Yeah. And then that you get emails. But I'm sure you don't get emails from us about that. I get them from Alan Joyce. No, you. Alan don't. Joyce sends me an email saying, Ian. You didn't send me. You didn't mention my name on the <laughs> broadcast, and uh, I, I am a performer. <laughs> and uh, you know he does a one-man show. Did you know this? No, you're making this Alan, up. I swear to God, Alan D- Joyce does a one-man show where it's it's stand-up comedy, songs, and dance. <laughs> Get this, all about the travel. That would be a really good idea. It would. I'm, I'm, listen. Naked. <laughs> Get on with it, please. That's disgusting. <laughs> Oh dear. Right, the M1, that's very slow into town at Junction 7 for the M10. It's taking around an extra 20 minutes to get through that traffic. In Westminster, St Margaret Street, Abingdon Street and Millbank are all closed for the state opening of Parliament preparations. And there's a burst water main in Islington on the A1 Upper Street. As you head out of town before Highbury Corner, there's a bit of flooding to drive through. It's not too bad, though. In Romford, the A12 Eastern Avenue, that's shut in both directions between Wellbone Lane North and Morney Road, where some roadworks overnight roadworks have just started and in New Cross, the A2 New Cross Road, it's down to one lane heading out of town at Clifton Rise. Traffic is slow as you head out of town from Kenda Street. Temporary lights in Dulwich on the South Circular at the Grove Tavern Junction are causing eastbound queues and on the tubes there are delays on the district line but Southwark Station is now open. LBC 97.3 travel, more throughout the evening. I've been brought back to life 12 times. My toy boys, sleep eating, ruins our love life. I've been married for two and a half years and I met my wife two weeks ago. You couldn't make me up with Nick Ferrari at breakfast. All this week at 10 to 9. LBC 97.3.
Looking for a new home, are we? Driving around aimlessly hoping to find the right development. With SmartNewHomes.com, we do all the running around. Just tell us what you're after. Then we'll chase developers and arrange viewings, which means you only visit developments with something to suit you. It's just part of the service from the site with thousands and thousands of new homes. SmartNewHomes.com, the smarter way to buy a new home. Yes, good evening. Oh, it's nearly... Suddenly, it's it's uh, 12 minutes to 10. What happened? The show, you know, we, 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 we're we nearly done, ladies and gentlemen. Clive Bull is on at 10 o'clock, don't forget, but, but before that, we've got uh, Vincent. Yes, Vincent. Yeah, I want to ask a question here. Oh, OK, you ask me a question, uh, Is yes. it possible to be uh, too good-looking? Why, why do you say? Who, who, what, what gentleman are you looking at? Uh, no, no, uh, uh, Kelly Brook. Kelly Brook? Yeah. She's fit, isn't she? Yeah. Have you I think she's a bit too fit, I think. She's a, she's a what? She's too fit. you got a little crush on her, have you, Vincent? Yeah. You've got, you got a little soft spot for Kelly Brooks? Yeah. Yeah, she's beautiful, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, you like her. You want to kiss her, don't you? Yeah. You want to touch Especially her. Especially in that dancing she does. Yeah. I've not watched that dancing show. Do you like it? Uh, no, I, I haven't really watched I only watch uh, <laughs> the clips. Of her? Yeah. You watch Kelly's uh, clips? Yeah, and also the uh, Channel 2 program with uh, Claudia... Claudia Winkleman. Yeah, she's alright as well, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I've, I've, I've worked with Claudia Winkleman. She's delightful in real life. Yeah, I, I like her eyes. What? This isn't an 0898 number, Vincent. Uh, you're not, I don't want you to find out and just talk dirty to me. Oh, oh don't forget that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. another thing I was... Um, have you been watching films recently? Any, like, latest films out? Yeah, I watched... On Saturday, on Sunday, I watched uh, Last King of Scotland. Uh, oh, yeah, with that... Yeah, James... Right, yeah. Forest. Yeah, and then in the uh, e- evening I watched Vacancy, which was excellent. Vacancy was very, very good. Scary. I, yesterday I went to the cinema. Everything. Okay. So you're not uh, going to respond to what I've said, but you're just going to go straight yeah, into your. Yeah, everything that was on uh, was uh, incredibly depressing. I, I ended up watching uh, the Eastern Promises. Oh yeah, was that incredibly depressing? Yeah. What, uh, else, what else is on? There's nothing else on, is there? Well, there was. Uh, I want you to watch the hard, the heartbreak break kid. Oh yeah, it's good that. Um, that's a uh, out uh, on uh, out of cinema now. It's out of cinema now, is it? Wow. Yeah. Is, uh, has there ever been a week? Because you know, there's like films in the cinema every week, right? Yeah. Has there ever been a week when there's just no films out? Literally, literally, not just rubbish ones, but there's literally no films in the pictures. Probably. Uh, near Christmas time, I guess. Yeah, there's literally. Yeah, it must be near Christmas time. There's literally nothing in this. Literally nothing. I don't. I don't mean rubbish films. I mean just literally. They are showing nothing. Yeah. Um. And uh, I've been watching TV, and there's everything. It, it, tell me, it's something that's good to watch because. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll tell you lots of things. Uh, Crime Watch was on last night. Dragon's Den is excellent. Studio yeah. 60 on the Sunset Strip is superb. There's, there's three things off the top of my head. There's Knights of Prosperity. There's um, uh, the Flight of the Concords. F- five things just off the top of my head there. Oh, because uh, he's ignoring me. Again. He's yeah, ignoring yeah. me again. I've just told him. He's asked me a question. I've answered it, and he's just ignoring me. He's <laughs> going on with his point. Go on then. All I've been watching here is uh, looking forward to one day episode of Heroes a week. That's it. Oh, because you're an official Hero super fan now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, I've been looking at Hayden. Was it Panettiere? Panettiere, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, can you call up in your studio? She's been in. When? She came in earlier tonight. She was on the first hour of the show. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, you know, thanks for phoning up and perving. Yeah, but 
she wasn't, though. No, she wasn't, you're right. Vincent, have you ever followed someone? Followed? Uh, no. OK, well, thanks for calling. Oh, yeah, I have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, then. Yeah, uh, once uh, someone owed me money, and uh, I, I just followed them. How much money did they owe you? Five pounds. And why did they have your five pounds? Uh, I don't know, I just lent it for them, and they were never giving it to me. What do they need the five pounds for? Uh, for uh, lunch. And what was that person's name? I just love hearing him think. What was that person's name? James. <laughs> he does. He does the best names, this fella. And where did you follow him from and to? Yeah, from school and up to his house. Yeah, OK. Whereabouts do you live? Uh, uh, Ilford. Did you have to hide behind anything? Yeah, some trees. OK, well, thanks for calling. All right, then. Bye. I love just hearing him think. You can actually hear the machinery in his head just, just ticking away. Are you still there? Yeah. Well, don't put the phone down. Thank you. You can hear them, and he's brilliant at just coming up with rubbish names. Hello, John. Hello, Lee. Uh, Ian. Hello, Sorry, sir. Forgive me. Forgive uh, you me. are forgiven. You are, in the words of uh, Barbara O'Reilly, not Barbara O'Reilly, uh, a quick one while he's away, you are forgiven. Okay, good, good, good. A um, couple of things. Yes. Um, one thing about cats in a minute. But my topic, I feel I have to apologise. Oh, you're the. Oh! I, oh! Yeah, yeah. Hang, yeah. On, hang on a second. This mm. is you. Oh, no, 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 that's not, that's not, that's the cardiacs. This no, is you. Yeah, the most inappropriate time you've laughed. You're apologising, are you? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, people were going to phone up and say, oh, I laughed in the middle of the old, uh, how's your father, and I laughed at, you know, a spot. But people phoning up saying, um, oh, I laughed and somebody got run over. Yeah, I was stoned and someone got run over, laughing at cancer. So, uh, Alex, uh, Chris, would you join me? Boom! 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 Oh, dear. But lots of people called up about it, but they were just all weirdos. They were all weirdos. Uh, have you got a topic for tomorrow's show, John? I haven't, but I can think... Can we, can we... Can Chris call you up at the start of tomorrow's show and, and get a topic off you? Definitely, definitely. I'll, Chris, I'll have a good one off the top of my head. Good lad, um, excellent stuff. In about 12 hours' time. All right, brilliant. But, but you've anyway, got cats. Yeah, yeah, cats. Um, I was in WH Smith's one. And, um, you know, just browsing through magazines or, or books or whatever. You know, sometimes the way you, you get involved in a, in a book or something. Oh, yeah. You buy and forget what people around you. And um, I, I looked and there was this lovely old lady next to me. I thought, oh. But then she was she quite, you know, one of these um, peculiar ladies that dresses yeah. and wears far too much um, perfume. But she yeah. brought her cat and she had it on a lead in the middle of WH. No! Yeah, on a lead. And it, it, it was just sat there like it was at home. Oh, God. Really, in the middle of the... No, is, is, is that's so wrong. And I thought, oh, Lord above. That's oh, so wrong. You can't do that. It just, on, on a lead. I mean, cats of all... Are you sure it was a cat and not like a really tiny it, rubbish it, dog? It was, a, <laughs> it was a big, fluffy cat. And it looked up at me like, you know, to say, yeah, and... Oh, man. And I Lord. thought, oh, dear. Well, John, listen, th thank you for that. That's quite simply the most ridiculous cat story I've heard all night, and we will speak to you tomorrow at about seven. I look forward to it. Cheers, fella. Bye-bye. Thank you. OK. Bye -bye. Uh, 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 we'll speak to Phil after this. Tom, you're through to Does It Work For You. What are you hoping for? A few hundred pounds. OK, let's see. Uh, just three questions. One, are you age 25 or over? 35, yeah. 
Great. Two, do you work over 30 hours a week? Yes. Okay, three, do you earn less than £11,700 a year or 16300 with a partner? 9000 yeah. So you could be entitled to over £1,000 a year. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It's okay, Tom. It's just what you're entitled to. Say yes to these three questions and you could get extra money through working tax credit. Call Revenue and Customs on 0845 302 1415 or go to direct.gov.uk slash does it work for you. London's biggest conversation continues with Clive Bull after the news at 10. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Yes, Phil. Hello. Hello, sir. Um, just uh, listen to you every so often when I'm in the car. Yes. Um, and it's about your New York trip. New so, York, um, New York City. Yeah, it's. Um, it was just what I was saying to the uh, fellow who answered the phone. Jonas. We took my wife to New York yes. uh, a couple of years ago. Stayed yeah. in a fantastic hotel just yeah. down about 100 yards down from um, Times Square, looking up, you know, where the road divides. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Novo Hotel. I think it's on 52nd 262. Right. It's got a lovely big veranda around it. Yeah. So you can go down there, take in the nightlife. Yeah. Entrance is on the seventh floor, which should take you up there, and oh. it goes up to 33. Lovely and quiet up there. Is it, Phil? Fantastic. Is it, is it expensive? It was $100 a night. Oh, really? I negotiated and said it was um, $100 uh, her birthday. Uh, when am I talking? I'm saying this is 2001. Okay, okay. It's, uh, you know, a couple of... Uh, well, six years, six years ago, ago yes, yes. But uh, lovely big rooms, couch in there, big TV. Yeah. It was a smashing hotel. So it was just, uh, it was just a thought when I heard you on the radio. That, Phil, yeah. I shall certainly have a little look at that. Thank you very much, sir. Okie dokie. Cheers, boss. Bye-bye. There we go. Well, that's, that's one of the benefits of uh, doing this, is you can find out, you know, sort of where you can get cheap hotels and uh, stuff like that. Don't, don't lean towards the mic if you're not going to say anything. I was just leaning. No, you lean just... towards the mic, I have to say. It's just getting close to me. That's all. No, oh, that that has to stop. Anyway. So you missed the show tonight. You missed uh, it was it was ramshackle, but good. It sounded like this. Budgie man saw Roy Castle at a stage door of a theatre. Roy was healthy, and he was. I can't. Do it. I'm sorry. I can't, read, I can't read it. I'm sorry, it's not even that funny. Do you find it funny when someone gets punched? Yes, I do. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Budgie man, Phil Roy Catholic, stage door of the theatre. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Have we sold any more? I don't know speed like that. Have we sold any more? you. I'm an old man. <laughs> Budgie man, Phil Roy Castle at a stage door of a theatre. Roy was healthy and was dressed as Father Christmas. When Roy lifted his beard to speak to Budgie man, he revealed a fag. Story ends. <laughs> <laughs> the most inappropriate time you've laughed. Now, Ian, I get nervous laughter when I'm going on a mission. Ever shown off your body, Barry? Um, inadvertently, yes. Um, Batterks Army. Okay, good lad. Uh, we're, we're compiling a list of um, people who live in your area, your local region. Right. There we go. We've got so, so far. We've got a Merlin. We've got the East Finchley Cowboy, the Crouchen Cavalier, the Bethnal Green Zulu, and the Camden Medieval Knight. <laughs> You're winding me up tonight. Ah, uh, Chris, how come I've got no calls and I've got a minute to fill? I'm going to hit kill you. You're going to hit kill me? Well, that's a threat. So if I die tonight, then I would strongly recommend that the police uh, listen to the podcast of this show. Every night this week, you've tried to cram on more callers than, we can, than I can cram on, and it's, uh, which is rude and disrespectful to the listener. And tonight, the one night I could do with an extra caller, and you've muffed it up. I did second. offer one. No, you didn't. Line two, you're on the air. 
Hello? Hi. You said you needed an extra call, so I thought I'd just ring up. Yeah, good lad. What's your name? Byron. What do you want to talk about? Uh. What? Excellent. I... Well, you filled it up. Thanks, Byron. That's all I needed. That was all I needed. It's that little boost just to guide me into the home. I'm back tomorrow at 7. Thank you very much, Lady Alex. Excellent montage. Thank you, Chris, for your attitude this evening. You're welcome. Clive Bull is up next. 0845 6060973. If you want to call him, I shall see you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. On 97.3 DAB and online. London's biggest conversation. LBC. At 10, Queen celebrates relations between Britain and Saudi Arabia. A man whose murder conviction was overturned after 17 years dies of a heart attack at 47. And Brittany gets limited access to her kids. It's 10 o'clock. I'm Katie Brethwick.